0: wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are matt christensen and blonde hello and welcome to the show it is the call-in show the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy hello blonde hello well um I don't know. I don't have a lot to talk about at the top of the show. Usually there's some big story going on that I want to chat a little bit about. Nothing much going yeah, on beyond not much. impeachment. Yeah. And I'm so I'm so bored by this uh that I I just I just don't care. The whole thing is just
1: this again, you know.
0: It's political theater, but it's not even good political theater. It's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you got a montage of um of, you know, capital riot stuff. Good for you. Highly entertaining." Although some people have been emailing me a about, since we talked about Brian Sicknick a little bit on Sunday and just the Capitol riot deaths.
1: Right. What have you heard?
0: I, I definitely want to update it a little bit more on Sunday. I had not seen a CNN report that multiple people linked to me. So thank you guys who sent that to me. It came out on February 2nd. So a week ago. It was about the prosecutors building the murder case in the Brian Sicknick case. This is the officer right? who was allegedly bludgeoned with a, uh, fire, a extinguisher. fire extinguisher at the Capitol riot. And the prosecutors are having a very difficult time building the murder case. His his autopsy or his the medical report on his death has not been publicly released. But apparently, or at least it is alleged, there is no sign of blunt trauma, blunt injury.
1: Well, pray tell.
0: That's very odd. And then people also sent me there is video of, of from far away, somebody throwing a fire extinguisher. And it looks like it hits a cop generally. But even in that article, it says we don't know if that's Brian Sicknick or not. So that's the stuff. Do, about did the you see League. it
1: make contact? Once again, I forgot to review that thing that was sent to me. So I'm you can,
0: gonna... see, it's kind of far away and it's big crowds. You can see it hit like a group of, of Capitol police and they're wearing helmets okay. too, which makes me suspicious that he got struck in the head and died because of that one. If you, if apparently you didn't have blunt trauma and two, you're wearing a helmet, uh, uh, not this—not to say it can't do damage, but the idea that it would do lethal damage to the skull When you have a helmet on, I don't know, it seems a little sketchy.
1: It's pretty heavy, but I mean, geez, to die like that, you'd have to be in some kind of motor vehicle collision or something. Anyway. you have to be really close to you. Right,
0: yeah. So that's the stuff out of the impeachment and the Capitol riot that's most interesting to me, and I want to dig into it a little bit today. I saw uh, Matt Walsh over at the Daily Wire put out a great analysis on all of the deaths tied to the riot.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And some of the uh, unsubstantiated pieces of that or claims that lack evidence. So this is all very interesting to look at in the context of impeachment, because, of course, the narrative is Trump got them all killed. That's what we're hearing. Trump killed all these people. It's all his fault. Very convenient, all that stuff. Anyway, uh, of course, we uh, will take calls tonight as usual. We'll hop right into it. Uh, if you're new to the show, the rules are in the description uh, of the YouTube video. And uh, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, remember, we do take email questions. Formerly, those were sent to beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. We are now revising the system through which you can submit email questions. Uh, I have a form on the website. So mattchristiansandmedia.com contact That will always be linked in the description, but if you have call and show questions, move them over there through the contact form on my website, contact page rather, and that'll be a nice clean place for everyone to submit their questions and will be nice and organized going forward. And of course, uh, we will catch up with Super Chats on YouTube or Streamlabs every half hour as well, and possibly maybe even on DLive. I fixed DLive after the sunday stream magically it came back but i was also able to turn off the x tag so i'm going to keep trolling dlive until they just
1: they must hate us pull the trigger on me well, why would you make a company that that has the ethics of youtube but doesn't run as functionally right <laughs> yeah. like what's the point of you dlive god
0: well it, they're and they're worse like they're just saying if you talk politics you can't be monetized even youtube doesn't say that
1: did they ever get back to you
0: no i i i emailed them saying, listen, this is a terrible... D- I wasn't even trying... It wasn't supposed to be a fuck you email. It was supposed to be like a, listen, we built a kind of a nice little backup community over here and you've just given us the finger. Yeah. That's not a good move. Why'd you do that? And they never responded, even though they've been responsive in the past with me when I've had technical issues. Anyway, I will delay no longer. Let's hop into the calls. Mall is up first, or Mal. We got a lot of callers tonight, so be sure if you guys are coming up Soon in the call queue. Uh make sure to hop in one of the waiting rooms so I can grab you mall. You're up first.
4: It's it's Mal, but Mal, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. Uh I did not expect to be first, but that's that's R and Jesus for you.
0: Congratulations. Uh, yeah.
4: So I really didn't want to talk about the impeachment stuff because it's complete it's a, it's complete and utter waste of time. But one thing struck out with me, and I was with the discussion I was having with one of my roommates, and uh, as far as like uh, how it was, as far as like incitement to his insurrection and how it was not, I don't agree with that assessment, mostly because he didn't incite in anything. But one of the things that my roommate said, one what, of what, what his counterpoints was that, well, he it's not what he said at the rally itself. At the Capitol, when the Capitol riot happened, but it had had to do with previous rallies that she that he had, and I'm just and I'm like, well, can you? What rallies were they? Because I'm yeah. surprised they didn't bring those up. And if that's the and I always and also brought up the the case of well, if this is the way they're going to go about things, and why don't we just go ahead and talk uh, and go for every single Democrat that said that. Praise the riots that were able that had that was going that get into everyone's face like with maxine waters yeah and he's like well none of them actually well none of them actually tried to overthrow the government just like well okay maybe not but that's still Well, he's
1: right about that um i mean what i know matt knows more about incitement than i do but if my understanding is correct, you can incite violence all day. I can tell somebody, like, listen, go kill this person at this time, blah, 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 blah. If nothing happens, then there's no legal liability. Mm,
0: not necessarily. You, you could really? still incite even if the action didn't happen and, and still be.
1: You can?
0: Yeah, it's not dependent on whether the action happened. The standard is whether the action is likely to occur or imminent, uh, it could occur imminently
1: okay that 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 makes sense, but the imminent thing, I think is important because your roommates seem to be making an argument against temporality, but if yeah. I understand incitement correctly, you have to like incite something, there has to be an, a reaction, and then the event has to occur like within a short period of time. It
0: doesn't even necessarily have to have to occur. like if I said to you, "Hey uh um, you should go kill this person tomorrow at 10 o'clock." yeah, that hypothetically, Susan. Uh, that could be criminal, even if you don't kill that person tomorrow at ten o'clock. If if I said to you, "Here is here's a place where a gun is stored. Here's a place where ammunition is stored. Go kill this person at ten o'clock," then all the pieces are there because it's 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 a specific time. It's imminent. Um, it's likely to happen. There's a method through which it could happen. All of okay, those- but there's
1: no there's no time mentioned. <sighs> Let let's say let's take that out.
0: Go kill like, them say, soon. <laughs> Go kill them now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, just say like um, this person needs to be killed or you should kill this person.
0: Uh, no, you like, can you can voice an opinion that someone should die or even that they should be killed. That's not necessarily incitement.
1: What about saying you should kill this person?
0: Maybe the case but, could be made, but hmm. it's got to be more other, specific. Generally, I've been walking a fine thing, line, man. <laughs> <laughs>
4: but the overall thing that I have to say is that, well um i hate that the impeachment trial is not a actual court case yeah because if this was a court case this would be dead in the water right now yeah but the fact that this but it's it's still not going to go anywhere but i'm surprised that they even had the trial because well then again um them just having the trial will it's a simple majority right
0: uh it's actually a, a super majority so to convict they'll need 67 senators but they're not going to get it
4: yeah they're not going to get that I'm, ta- I'm talking about like actually having the trial like to, whether or not the trial was constitutional or not and i'm surprised like four it's like six of the 47 republicans that said that would have flipped and i'm just like okay <laughs> well yeah uh. yeah
0: it's it's just a show it's just it, it's at best it's just a political show for Democrats to keep clubbing everyone about the capital right. At worst they have something more malicious up their sleeve. I still think they have some trick card they're gonna play soon, but we'll see. Anyhow, um final thoughts on on uh everything if you want it.
4: Well, I was gonna have a separate uh separate um personal thing that's happened. I've actually gotten a um I've actually gotten a gem membership, so I guess do I have to start uh the racist though. So you have to start what? I, I got a lift, I got a gym membership, so now I'm going to actually start uh, doing uh, giving more upper body strength because my legs is fine, but I just need more get more upper body strength. I'm trying so. to get swole.
0: So you only did leg day, actually. You never skipped leg day. You only did leg <laughs>
4: yeah, day. I, yeah, I, I've only done leg day. yes. Okay. All right.
0: Well, good luck, man. Self improvement is always beneficial, so that's good to hear. Yep.
4: And and it release stress, so that's all.
0: Absolutely, me. yeah. Always feels yeah. better when you when you get some sweat in. Yeah. All right. Thank you, man. Have a good night. You too. All right. Tails is up next. Tails you there? Let him uh, hang out. A minute. Oh, there we go. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. What's on your mind?
5: Uh, nothing much. How are y'all doing uh tonight? Um, doing well. How are you? That's good. Oh, I think it's been a while since I've uh, been on. So I guess I should congratulate you somewhat lately on your nuptials.
0: Has it been that long? Wow. Well, um, thank you. I appreciate it.
5: Yeah. I just wanted to like kind of throw around an idea with y'all. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but just like have y'all help me think about an idea that came to mind recently. If That's cool. Sure. Um, So, somewhat a long time ago. And then again, recently, I heard Jordan Peterson talking about how that uh, the way that a child learns um, what is or isn't dangerous is like that the child will like observe their parents. And I think he used an example of something like um, if you have like a one or two year old sitting in the kitchen, and then like a mouse runs across the floor for the first time that like the baby's ever seen it, the baby will reflexively look at the mother and then use the mother as a gauge to determine what it just saw. So if the mother just looks at it like, oh man, we need to call an exterminator. And then like goes back to like chopping up vegetables. Then the baby is just like, oh, okay. But if the mom like dump, jumps on the counter and is like, oh my God, it's her mouth. Then the baby just breaks out into like tears and starts crying. Hmm. And so I was thinking if that mechanism exists like in a child, I was wondering if it's possible maybe it doesn't actually go away and then I, i'm sure y'all are familiar with the concept of the cathedral right hmm.
0: uh in in what like a psychological context or
5: uh in the political context like the michael malice uh mentions bug uh
0: no the explain cathedral to me.
5: the cathedral it's supposed to be like the, i think it's a tripartite structure of like politicians like left-leaning politicians hollywood and the academia and how they kind of set the narrative as to what is or isn't like acceptable or normal okay. so they kind of control what opinion is yeah the overton so window basically yeah basically yeah they're the controlling force that determines what it is yeah sure um so i was thinking especially on the media part of the cathedral structure uh if i have that correct i might be a little mistaken on exactly what all is constituted but i know the media is part of it i wonder if in the same way that a child looks at its parent to determine what is or it, or how it should or shouldn't react to new information if that when people become adults they kind of transpose that mechanism of the mind onto the cathedral broadly or the media specifically hmm. to let them know what is or is or how they should react to information because you yeah. know most people are so busy living their lives they're not really paying attention to this or they don't have any desire really so they're just trying to look for q- quick cues on how to understand the information so that whenever yeah. the media says this is a big deal they they're doing that parent thing where it's like, Oh, well, my parents says this is a big deal. So it's a big deal. Even if it's not conscious.
1: Yeah, that's uh, definitely true. I mean, that's why, um, uh, most mental illnesses not, there is a hereditary component, but a lot of it's environmental and familial hmm. it's, it's some of it's learned behavior. It's, it's almost impossible to differentiate, but, um, but I think that's definitely true.
0: Okay. Yeah. Then, I, I could see that. Yeah. I th- I think people are doing that. I think people do that with all sorts of things currently political opinions reactions to coronavirus all of that stuff if you if you put everyone in an isolated chamber and had them react to these things without seeing the world's reaction i think their reaction would be a lot different than what it is because they're told you have to develop an almost paranoia about it or an an extreme yeah. fear when you might yeah. not do that if just left to your own independent reaction
5: yeah and it can be for better or for worse right like if you were like back in the day, I don't know, for whatever reason, particularly inclined to be like slutty, right, but you knew your community was going to look very down on that, it would be a forcing pressure on you to go away from your natural reflex or instinct or thought process, right? Yeah. So, and I guess, uh, I mean, not to take up too much time, but if it is true that people are just transposing this like parental, like module onto them, is there really any way to Basically ask people to no longer trust their parents in this analogy, or do you just have to kind of subsume like the media and take th- over the role of the parent?
0: I think that's the problem is the media gatekeepers, politicians, whoever they are, the parent in that analogy, like you say, yeah. they shouldn't be. We, we should want people who are independent, who are self-sufficient, who are their own rulers
3: mm-hmm.
0: or, or people should want that um, culturally. But the trouble is, I don't think they do. I think a lot of them want that parent relationship like you're talking about. They want to be told what to do. They want to have the correct opinion imposed upon them. They just want to uh, go along to get along and and have someone do the difficult thinking for them. Yeah. Somehow I'd like to shake that culture up, but easier said than done. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time. I know it probably took a little bit longer than I should. Oh, no, have,
1: it's okay. Good questions. Yeah.
0: And thanks for calling in, man. I I appreciate the well-wishing as well.
5: Yeah, no problem. You as well.
0: Let's see. Cyborg Griff is up after that. Cyborg. You're good to go. If you're ready. And then Josh in Jesus is up after that.
6: Holy crap. I'm in. Welcome. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I honestly did not expect to get in here after so many weeks of trying so <laughs> how many has it been uh three separate weeks i think
0: well that's not oh, bad man that's not, sorry you got a good role this time
6: <laughs> no 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 yeah i seriously i figured i'd try something a little different to ensure myself there was a
0: strategy you're saying uh,
6: well i thought to myself you know what i i always like sign in like right on the dot at like six fifty five mountain time mm-hmm or not sixty five, uh, six fifty, and I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just, you know, uh, type it in later, like maybe five minutes. I and see. That's and it exactly worked. what I did.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm. There you go.
6: Maybe there is something to it. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know what to talk about. I, I seriously did not think what to... <laughs> as as did like, not I'm not think prepared I did for
1: this. Well, to your
0: point, <laughs> actually, know. the caller just before you, Tails, he was the last person to uh, hop in at 6.59. So maybe there mm. is something to your theory.
6: Maybe there's a range within it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, all um, right.
0: What, anything interesting going on you want to talk about?
6: Anything interesting? Um. I think... Actually, you know, there is something um I just want to say like on behalf of uh us Mormons that uh we do not condone anything that Matt Mitt Romney um does in his politics and his uh I guess you could say um I, what would you call it? Like a like uh grandstanding or something like hmm. that. Not all of us what? really like him. Just,
0: why is he elected then, that. though? Is it just because he's Mormon and that's that's it? Or why? Why do Utahns, as we talked about on <laughs> Sunday? <laughs> U-tons. Yeah,
6: Utahns? Why it are they voting? Utahns, for him? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's because it's just be- I'm pretty sure it's because it's Mormon. It's the reason why um, there was another candidate running for president in 2016. That was Mormon, and he got a ton of votes. Around Utah, like more than even hillary clinton hmm. i I remember correctly, but yeah, that's specifically why, and so the culture is so like it's really just the cult problem with the culture that's that's really what it is hmm. you 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 um you, know, you deal with people of your own kin, i guess, and you just and that's just how it is. So people don't really use their minds to um, think about their choices sometimes.
0: Hmm. Well, he's he's like a stone's throw from being a Democrat, though. That's what I don't understand. It seems like he even with this this round of impeachment, he's out there trying to appease Democrats who are clearly making a total show of this. Come on, dude. And you've already done it once. And even the last time around, remember, it was Mitt Romney standing up there saying, Oh, I consulted my <laughs> God to come to this conviction vote as though nobody else in the Senate has their own relationship with God or has their own faith or is a good moral person who disagrees with him. For example, uh, that that stuff just drives me nuts. Um, it, it, it's not even disagreeing with him that makes me crazy. It's the fact that he assigns a moral or religious value to his conclusions And kind of shames you by implication.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I absolutely agree. And, you know, some of my roommates also agree. Some of them are um, political as well. Hmm. Um, Even my own dad, who is a Republican himself, he absolutely um, despises him. It's 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 absolutely annoying. And you know what? Mitt Romney seems like the kind of person who would say Amen and Ah woman at the end of a prayer. A totally. Hundred <laughs> percent. At the Senate. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah it, it's I
7: don't you know. got Tom. It, the it, other it, the
0: other guy's Mike Lee. He's a little better. Um, at least uh from what I, I understand.
6: I don't know much about Mike Lee. I, I only know about Mitt Romney and um <laughs> And who's the Arizona governor or is it? Who is he?
0: Isn't it Ducey? Uh,
6: Ducey? I don't know. Arizona's governor.
0: Let's look it up.
6: Maybe not governor, but it's, he is, he's also a Mormon and he's also, but he's. um, Doug
0: Ducey. Um, Arizona, there's a Mormon politician from Arizona is what you're saying?
6: I think it's Arizona. I completely forgot the name though, but Uh, I guess Jeff Flake is
0: a Mormon. No. Uh, His great grandfather was a Mormon oh. pioneer. So I don't know if Jeff Flake is currently. Uh Jeff Flake did well, go to Brigham I Young though.
6: Yeah, it's most likely he is, but yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Both, both of them are just these spineless rhinos that uh it just really actually it uh, really makes you a little embarrassed to be a member of the church and all that.
0: Kirsten Cinema went to Brigham Young too. Kind of an odd Coincidence what? yeah lots she of must uh, be Mormon then I don't know uh let's see there's not, I mean... a
6: lot of, there's not a lot of people in the that go to brigham Brigham Young University or at least people who are like you know m- not members of the church,
0: yeah all right, well, thank you for calling in, man, final thought if you want it quickly
6: um Gosh, I wish I had everything prepared, but <laughs> hopefully I'll uh, hopefully I'll uh, be lucky next week. So.
0: Yeah, luck was on your side this time. Good to hear from you. Oh, Thanks yeah. for calling in.
6: Yeah, thank you. Okay,
0: Josh in Jesus is up next. Where did Josh go? I just saw him a second ago. Oh, here we go. Josh in Jesus, see there. Hello. hey Hey, what's on your mind hey i can barely hear you guys
8: but can you guys hear me
0: loud and clear
8: clear. okay so i want to tell you guys why i love this country and why i think it's like worth fighting for okay
0: please do i'd love to hear it
8: yeah okay so i have to give you a little background blonde actually knows who i am Hmm. um i'm a former homeless man i used to be like this homeless alcoholic and i used to live under bridges and everything Hmm. um but I used to, but I turned my life around five years ago I got my high school diploma and now um I just graduated from Iowa State University so I turned my life around
0: great congratulations
8: um, thanks brother but uh here's why I love this country so much okay when I was homeless, I had this rule now i don't I'm not trying to tell you that I'm some big badass or anything, but I had zero tolerance for people who would harass me and try to pick fights with me when I was homeless hmm. So I would stand up for myself when people would do that. Like if somebody rolled up on me in their car and they started calling me F and and this and that, I'd be like, all right, get out of the car. Let's go. You know what I mean?
0: Really? So um, did, uh, did people take you up on that? Did you ever get into fistfights over this stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah. I could, really?
8: I could tell you stories for days, but that's for another day. Okay. Sure. I was able to overcome in most of those situations, but I'll tell you though. And that's not bragging. That's just telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in any case, what I love about this country is that I even have the right to do that because a couple of times people who pulled up on me and tried to harass me were business owners whose businesses I wasn't even in front of their, their business was like two blocks away and they would pull up and try to start stuff with me and I would stand up for myself and then they would call the cops on me until the cops, I started crap with them. Right. Yeah. Um, so the police would roll up on me. Now the police would harass me, but I would tell them my story and a lot of times I would get out of it, but sometimes I would get a ticket. But see, here's the thing. If I were in another country, if I were in like China, right, where they have the whole social credit system, and some business owner in China decided to harass me as a homeless man, and I had the gall to stick up for myself, the police would
0: put me in a detention.
1: Oh, we lost him.
0: Yeah, I just got cut off off abruptly. We'll we'll let him hang out a second. I want want to hear more, because I'll be curious about specifically what turned him around you know what what was the moment it was religion is that is that so he says he knows uh, do you know this person or
1: i know i know of him we've spoken on instagram um yeah a a church took him in and then Hmm. he found god and he and he turned his life around i think he's been sober for five years
0: great well Hmm. i I wish i could hear more we'll we'll let him hang out for a second josh if you can get that connection back i'd like to hear the conclusion of the story because yeah i i i First of all, i love to hear a little optimism about this country right about now. I, I need that, and I love that. And beyond just what I think is the philosophical value of this country, that sort of uh, real-life story about someone going from under bridges fighting people to getting a college degree and hopefully making something better of himself, yeah, that's the stuff I love to hear. So, Josh, we'll let you hang out, and if, you, uh, if your connection recovers, we'll see if we can get you back. Magic Sky Fairy... Is here with a Canadian update. In the meantime, okay. Skyfair. So, uh, oh, you Josh, you me? back? Yeah, you come. Oh, Skyfair, you want to hang wow, out for a I second? I didn't even
8: mm-hmm. know my phone went to black, yeah, and that I'll must have taken my easily. connection out. Where did I cut off?
0: Uh, so, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll pull you back. Okay, Skyfair, we'll pull you back in just a minute. Um, you cut. Where did he cut off? It was somewhere after like business owners were picking fights with you.
1: Yeah. Oh,
8: okay. Yeah. So. If, if Okay, so business owners would pick fights with me, and then um, I would stand up for myself, and then they would call the police and pretend like I started the fight, you know? Hmm. And then um, the police would come, right? But uh, here's the thing. If we were in, and this is why I love America, if we were in another country, like, say, China, um... You know, I, as a homeless person, had the gall to stand up to a business owner in China with their social credit scores and everything. They would be like, why are you, as a lowly homeless man, h- how dare you have the nerve to stand up to this business owner? You know, And they would put me in a re-education camp for 10 years or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's what—that's the beauty of this country. You know, The beauty of the Constitution is that it gives you the right to fight your own battles without yeah. government in- interference. Yeah. First Amendment, freedom of speech. Second Amendment, guns. That's the freedom to fight your own battles right there. I can stand up to anybody I want to who tries to harass me and bully me and fist fight them, win or lose. Not that I enjoy fist fighting, but I'm just telling you, right? Sure. Um, and, uh, and I and I don't have to worry about, like, well, since I'm a lower level person in society, uh, you know what I'm saying? I have no rights type of thing.
0: Yeah. Well, when you when you cut out, I, I was saying I really want to hear what what turned it around for you. What was the moment where you switched from homeless person to now uh, college graduate and uh, on an upward trajectory?
8: Okay, can you guys still hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm going to put my uh, headphones in.
0: Okay, we'll give you just a second.
8: Okay, can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah okay i can hear you better now your voice was very low on my normal mic um okay. that's not your fault it's mine so you was asking the...
0: what turned me around yeah yeah real real quick before we let you go what turned you around what was the moment that made you decide or or helped you go from homeless to college graduate and on uh, an upward trajectory like this
8: well basically um i was traveling from town to town as a homeless guy and i had already gotten sober um but i ended up in this college town which is Ames, Iowa. Hmm. um and i started meeting these college students because i started going to this uh this coffee shop that a lot of these college students hang out in and they started telling me i should try to get into college and um at first i was like i'm not smart enough to get into college i got an eighth grade education you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and then they told me well there's places you can get your high school diploma here and this and that and so after a few people started kind of getting on me about it i'm like Man, if I'm ever going to go to college, I might as well do it while I'm still young enough to walk around all day without needing a cane or a walker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was already in my 30s, you know?
0: And... Oh, we lost him again. It must It must be the mobile thing where his phone, like, you know, the screen goes yeah. off. Am there. I back on? Am I yeah, back yeah, on? yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, where did you lose me? Uh, just recently. You were talking about, I, I should go to college while I'm still young. Yeah.
8: Okay, so yeah, I, I got into this local... um. College called DMAC. It's like a technical school to get my high school diploma. Um, I basically taught myself math and algebra off of like websites. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, am I still
0: on with you? Yes. Yeah. yeah we'll have to wrap okay. up pretty quick. But if if you want to uh, finish the story,
8: but, well, okay. So either way, I I, I got I, I passed the high school diploma test and got accepted into Iowa State. That was five years ago, mm-hmm. and I made the most of it, and I got my uh, my my degree like two months ago. Um, well, congratulations, and then I messaged Blonde because I'd always been a big fan, big fan of Blonde, and I'm like, Blonde, will you make me a congratulations video? And she's like, Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: and I um, failed to do that. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, you haven't
8: done it. all right. Like, but um, but yeah. But anyway, that's why I want to fight for this country because that's worth fighting for. The fact sure. that I'm a low-level homeless guy like me can stand up for himself without facing 20 years in prison. You know what I mean?
0: I agree. That's a that's a, f- it's a fantastic that's really story that that puts this country's values into practice, and um, yeah. and I appreciate hearing that story. And thank you for sharing it. And congrats on uh, improving your life. Yep. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, have a good night. Bye. You too. Okay, we are due for a break, and then we'll get to Sky Fairy right after we uh, catch up on some chats here. So, thank you for your patience, Sky Fairy. Um, <laughs> we do have some. Uh, activity over on D live, Darth Jones, Quebec, spud. I can't even see people's names. God, spud ruckus. Um, thank you guys for supporting the show. I can't, I can't even read the chats anymore if there are chats assigned to them, but I appreciate it. Trovo. Yeah, and I, here's an update for our Trovo people too. Cause I still don't fully understand how Trovo works. Kind of like D live. Never really figured out how that worked either, but enough to use it. Trovo has its own system of uh, chatting and supporting the show. So I know that we're, that I've been a little bit behind on figuring that out and interacting with you Trovo guys, but I've set aside some time with one of our Trovo mods on Monday to figure out the system. So sit tight on Trovo if you're a Trovo person. And um, thanks to chubby stubby C2K77 and Darth Jones for supporting the show over on Trovo. Oh, are you good? Um, Yeah, I I got D-Live, but if you have YouTube ready to go.
1: Sure. Uh, (laughs) Somebody just sent me the funniest Ann Coulter tweet. I wonder if it's real because I sent it to me on Instagram. But it's like an article talking about how Biden's cabinet doesn't correctly uh, represent the racial makeup of people in the United States.
0: Is this a serious article?
1: Yeah, well, and I then guess- Ann Coulter retweeted it and she said, what you're saying? Our country isn't 73 percent Jewish. <laughs> okay. Is this real, you guys? Because I just got a screenshot of the tweet.
0: I
5: guess
1: so I can go look at
0: Ann Coulter's Twitter feed. Carry on and I'll see if, it was if Ann fe- it's is February getting, 10th. If is Ann getting super spicy
1: uh holden mulray in acts five when the apostles were charged and beaten for teaching christ they left the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name hmm. uh, rush v and i actually talked about this yesterday and by the way uh, check out my interview with rush v on my channel it's on the audio platforms as well
0: oh um, and i should say i did post it and um i
1: saw thank you for doing that
0: oh great um the our google podcast feed is all messed up i've been in touch with google it's not updating properly so if you're a google podcast listener it's still available on all the other feeds google podcast is screwed up but yes you can listen to it uh on the audio as well if you prefer um and update uh it's real i'm looking at it right now <laughs> is yeah. it really
1: yeah damn man
0: it's one of the <laughs> yeah the yeah uh, well you keep going i'm just gonna
1: is she getting ripped? I want to, scroll to browse through,
0: through the replies a browse, little bit. Browse, dim replies. Yeah.
1: Mike Adams. Turns out I don't need window sealer. Blonde's hotness is keeping the winter chill outside. What are you talking about? I'm in peak mom. Look at my <laughs> grandpa's sweater.
0: Like, are you guys yeah. a part of this insane chill right now? Like we're below zero. It is zero. so
1: cold here. Yeah. It's like 14 degrees. It's not like.
0: Well, you're not sub far zero. off. It's, yeah.
1: it's pretty bad though um carl bunt says peel milling company employed nancy green Aunt Jemima creator uh the first black female spokesperson of an american company congratulations left you erase the legacy of a successful former <laughs> slave replacing it with yeah. two white guys
0: did you see that this week
1: oh yeah i think that that's hilarious also that biden um replaced this black surgeon general was it the surgeon general with a with a white male that is did he? Tranny, so.
0: that weird guy with the lisp
1: yeah, Jerome got fired in place really? for that, that tranny that. looking.
0: Oh no, I thought that I thought that Dr. Rachel was like a assistant or something.
1: Oh really? I thought I thought he got replaced. Maybe Did I'm he? wrong. Let me
0: look it up. Um, Jerome Adams is an American anesthesiologist, former vice admiral. Wait, okay, so is he out? I didn't see anything about. It. I I have to Google this some more. You carry on. Sorry.
1: Uh, Google fired. OK, uh, Booty 56 says first full pint of a Glock 19 frame took 30 hours This is the fifth attempt part should be here Tuesday. More updates next week. I yeah, keep us posted. Um, You're right. He, he
0: resigned at Biden's request. I didn't even hear that.
1: Oof. Yeah.
3: It, so a
0: whoa, black man so replaced Sergeant by a General white male. It's not Dr. Rachel. Didn't she have some other job? He I whatever. was under
1: the impression that that was the position.
0: Let's see. Who the hell is it currently? No, it is some It is some chick. Oh. Acting uh, Surgeon General is Rear Admiral Susan Orsega.
3: Well, Susan. I'm glad
1: I only said that on the Wednesday show. And not on Susan,
0: Sunday. yeah.
1: Um, Quantum Football. On Sunday, you didn't mention that I was wearing a yarmulke when I held the epitome of Michael Schlecht sign. I noticed that.
0: Oh, I didn't even see it, actually.
1: I did. I was going to... I was going to rage on you, but then there's always the possibility that you're actually super Jewish. So what that's I probably
0: why this? he had that. He kind of had like a downward yeah. facial angle that looked kind of funny. That's probably why was to show the yarmulke, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. Hmm. He looked really ashamed of himself, too. But I thought that that was just, you know,
0: maybe it was. Was it a Ben Shapiro impression? Because he kind of looked scowly. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> Stop.
1: We're good.
0: Over here. Okay. I have a few on uh, Streamlabs. Mike DeWine, Shitty Eating grin says Did you see Mike <laughs> Lee bomb the Dems from orbit by calling them liars, saying that he never said the quote they attributed to him? You should talk to Rikita Law about all of this uh, legal process. He can tell you, uh, or you can tell he's a good lawyer <laughs> because he's a good lawyer. Let's put it that way. Uh, um, uh, um, uh, <laughs> uh I I saw the quote. uh, Is this about Mike Lee? Mike Lee was saying um, he was talking about Democrats like Maxine Waters and others advocating violence or physical force. And he said, yeah, people do that with heated political language all the time. Everyone kind of gets a mulligan. And then they took the quote and attributed it as though he was talking about Trump and saying Trump deserves a mulligan. But he was actually talking about Democrats. Weak. I think that's the same story that you're referencing. At least I hope. A bald guy creation says, Matt, have you ever been to the American Vagabond channel? Um, Ryan Christian would be an excellent guest. That's new to me. I I don't uh, I don't know, but uh, happy to take emails with that sort of thing. If uh, if you have links or things for me to check out. Appreciate it. All right. Let's hop back into callers if you're all set. Right. Yeah. Uh, Left off with Magic Sky Fairy. Magic Sky Fairy there.
2: Hey, I'm here. How you doing? Thanks
0: for Hi. your patience, man. We just heard from the prior caller about why he loves America. Can you give us a why I love Canada speech?
2: Get out. <laughs> I cannot, unfortunately. Okay, figured I'd ask. I, well, I would have um, liked it um, if we had retained some level of... But it's, it's, Here's the thing. I'm a wildly autonomous person, and I like the liberty and freedom, that whole aspect of America's roots. Uh, I've got a U.S. flag behind me in my room. Hmm. Uh, I don't have a Canadian one, though. Um, You guys got your independence by BTFOing the British, and we got it by asking for it politely. So it's just very different routes. Mm. And like our prime minister just loves the idea of us as a post-nation state. So I just I I can't have any love for that kind of like, oh, we're just citizens of the world. Everyone's a (sighs) Canadian who hasn't gotten here yet. That kind of mentality. Do do you visit the U.S. or
0: is your appreciation for the U.S. just uh, kind of academic?
2: Uh well it's true. it's in principle just mm-hmm. um I think I've explained before that I am not someone who likes to impose on people what to do and I don't like to be imposed upon and I think culturally like that just organically with my personality mes- yeah meshes with like you know the American yeah we sh- we should be that- friends
0: you're speaking my language but of course only if you reach that conclusion independent from me because I would never want to impose on you.
2: <laughs> yeah that sort of thing yeah um but in canada it's really much a collectivist kind of you know dildo grabbing you know dystopia uh of masks uh and propaganda so yeah. i don't know well I didn't, mean to get to hi- that.
0: I didn't mean to hijack your call just curious if you could give oh. us the uh canadian yeah. steel man case but uh what's on your mind um
2: yeah i can't i mean you know i i, I I'm, I'm in a I'm from a town where 53 percent of the people uh, are born outside of Canada. That's Toronto. So like I don't wow. know how much. Yeah, it's that high. It's probably higher than that. That's a oh statistic too. So like put it like my high school was sixty percent Asian. Um the white proportion at my high school was maybe ten percent if that mm. I don't think it was that high actually. So like right now on my team at work, uh there's fifteen people and I uh am the only one that was born in Canada. So <laughs> like anyway. <The> only one. <laughs> wow. All
3: right.
2: Well yeah so it, it's basically like it, when you talk about do, do you have like love for the country of Canada? Like to ask me is sort of like, I don't know. I'm asking, you're asking me about how I feel about disparate people from all over the place. Uh, Not, not so much a cohesive group. Right, Canadians. Mm. You, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like there's no unified vision of Canada. It's just, you know, a bunch of you know multiculturalism, literally that many cultures. It's literally kind of everybody's
0: cultures, everybody's culture, but not Canada's.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. of thing. And that's a good uh. thing. And that, that's sort of the, you know, the opinion of our prime minister. No national, even CBC, just, which is the state propaganda network, um, just promotes that constantly. Every, if you go on to CBC right now and listen to whatever they happen to be talking about, like our, our national broadcaster, it's for sure going to be like, I don't know, some transgender Inuit woman talking about why no one is buying her shitty art because they're racist. <laughs> yeah. um, or yeah. like, you know, the plight of some black person who, you know, went in a bathroom stall and saw saw naughty language or something like it's, it's always victimhood. That
0: always is the weakest. All day, every day. Th- that was the best part of, uh, okay. If you like, you're on the highway, you really have to pee, right? You finally make it to the gas station. You get that relief of, uh, of, uh, finally getting to pee. But aside from that, the best part of the gas station pee is reading the stall, man. That's like classic <laughs> Americana entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell is offended by that? What's wrong with people?
2: Um I don't know, but it must stop because people of color have been marginalized by oh, it come for too long. on so. do they do <laughs> chicks
0: do that in the girls' bathroom stall?
2: Uh I have, no,
0: no, it's not full of graffiti and uh messages about i don't know racial <laughs> where to go to have aggression a or where to yeah who to call to receive services that sort of thing <laughs> no, nope. yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know maybe you go to different bathroom stalls <laughs> um. Sorry, I did have a reason to call. Okay, right? all
0: right, let's get to that. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> so we'll have to yeah. be quick, unfortunately.
2: Well, I'll be as fast as I can. But Partially my off, fault, I no can, doubt. Well, it's all good. Uh, yeah. So I just want you guys have grown your platform quite a bit in spite of you know the jackboot of censorship. So I'm, I'm I'm pleased to see your numbers keep going up. So good for you. It's, both. A, it's, we're a, hanging it's,
1: on. We're not. I don't know that we're actually increasing in size.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a sustain. Um, but actually, I'm very proud of that, given the the. Uh, Suppression mechanisms that have been applied to us. So, uh, no shame. You know in that. who has
2: not suffered under those is The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I, I can't um, believe it. Uh, good for them. So, hey, good for them. Good for Stephen. Uh, so, he's got 8.4 million subscribers, and this latest video. Uh, How 2. is that even
1: possible? God.
2: Oh, they're in there, and this video, 2.3 million views. um And this is just my check in with the left every now and then to check what they're thinking i'd go to this kind of garbage so here's a video titled cowardly gop senators look away as devastating footage shows exactly who incited the capitol riot Ooh! And, wow. uh it, it, it's it's trump um so then the caption uh republican senators Rand paul and marco rubio couldn't bring themselves to watch as blah, blah 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 uh republicans are evil that sort of thing so then i go into the comment section to see what like the number one comment is because i mm-hmm. figure if people are clicking that that's a good you know finger on the pulse of what people have a consensus on uh so here it is uh how can america have a free and fair jury when our own government cannot put party before a constitution so the implication being the democrats have the constitutional force fortitude with them yeah uh uh, second most popular comment some of the jurors of the senate shouldn't be jurors since they're actually accomplices of the of the former terrorist president (laughs) They should not only be disregarded, but arrested and tried for treason. Uh, and that has a couple thousand oh. likes. Okay. So, I guess my question is where is the peace and unity with this? Like, how is the healing going to happen with people who are th- <laughs> like, they would say that we are the ones disconnected from reality for not accepting this yeah. obvious thing. But when I confront them with, hey, Maxine Waters and, you know, Kamala Harris and, you know, their various quotes and then, you know, the resulting deaths, and destruction, and arson, and so on, and video footage and executions. um, It's just, they just deflect, they just punt. Uh, And it's just infuriating. So I used to be, and this is, I guess, my conclusion of my call, was to say years ago, I was under the impression that if you had a good debate, and you reasoned with your words, you could gain power just by navigating with good arguments, winning the argument with logic and reason and all that stuff. And what I see now, actually, is what I've kind of reformed my conclusion. Uh, when you have as much propagandistic power as the left does right now, so we have academia, media, Hollywood, the giant tech companies, all the corporations, and now the House, the Senate, and the presidency. This is kind of end time stuff. Like this is game over stuff. They can just kind of manifest whatever to be true that they want at this point. And there's not really anything anybody else can do any about it. Like you can. Have good arguments all day long. It doesn't matter. They have too much force yeah. to be dealt with. Your thoughts?
0: Ah, uh, that's why. They, that's why we designed a backup. The uh, First Amendment is first, and you go with that. And <laughs> if or yeah. when that doesn't work out, um, number two. Number yeah, number two. And if they come after you with force, because I don't care, honestly. You guys can sit and make political shows all you want. I, I shouldn't say I don't care. I do care because we're paying for this. All right, we have a country that's suffering, and we're watching a political show coming out of Congress instead of anything so useful to the American is your people.
2: Backup. Okay, here's uh last quote. And well, then I'm the, done th- the, the things
0: it protects. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, so here's a letters from. So Kamala Harris has a YouTube channel now, and they take letters from kids, and I say that very <laughs> loosely. It's in quotes. Yeah. Uh, So here's the quote from a kid who wrote this. Uh, My first suggestion is about the Constitution. When the Constitution was written, only white men were present. There were no women or people of other ethnicities. This may be why America is so divided. No other people had a say when the Constitution was written. They didn't have to think about disadvantages of women or people of color. But what if a new Constitution was written, or a group with many different people going over the Constitution and saying what we should keep and things that need to be changed? So effectively just saying, well... Uh, constitution made by bigoted white male. Let's just change it. And this is on the vice president's YouTube channel. So mm. could
0: could you send me a link to that video? That's something I might want to check out.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'll email that to you. Yeah. But just saying, the Constitution is, as you said, I know you've said that we have to defend it, or it won't defend us. Yeah. Uh, it does seem to be directly under threat.
0: Well, the they they. They make it into a living document. Uh, it's it's really just an imaginative interpretation at this point. And that's really what they're talking about. The Constitution is whatever uh, magical nonsense I want it to be, rather than the text it, it actually says or reads. So,
2: uh, we'll yeah. see. Well, already wear the mask. Uh, stay in your house. You don't yeah. have the right to assemble because we've decided you don't. I, I don't know.
3: Yeah, I, I don't but, know. I,
2: I'm not sure about the, the Constitution nice and if you could actually uphold it doesn't seem like it's happening. Well, yeah, I but I,
0: as I've said, those those eternal truths are just as true regardless of whether we defend them or not, but they don't have any force if we fail to defend them. That's kind of the point you were referencing. A piece of paper, no matter how profound and absolute and correct the truths on the piece of paper are, if you don't actually stick up for them, they're just words on a piece of paper. They don't actually help you if, if shit really hits the fan. So that's yeah, why I know
1: law law was sup- supposed to be supporting constitutional values, but it's not applied equally anymore, which just nullifies everything that's in the Constitution. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's, I, it's a I'm people problem guys, first. Man. Yeah.
2: I'm really hope as a Canadian, like I've already kind of uh yielded my country to uh this bullshit. (laughs) But I was always looking down at you guys. When Trump got in, I was so happy that you know what, somebody is raging against this storm. Yeah, and good on you guys. And now I'm seeing it not so much anymore. So well thank you for the
0: call, man. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah, have a good one, guys.
0: You as well. I know a fat guy up after that. All right, I'm doing poorly on the clock. Help me out here. I'll try to try to move a little quicker. I know a fat guy there.
7: Yep, 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 I'm here. Uh, choice, how uh, screwed we are in economic, in our economics <laughs> or talking to my progressive friend about the Green New Deal?
0: Uh, I'd vote economics. Yeah, I'm
7: okay. I'm, I'm with you.
0: I know, I know well, you have some knowledge in that regard. Lay it on me. How screwed are
3: we?
7: Uh, okay, normally what happens during a crash is the companies go out of business, you write off their debt or you write it down, you sell off all their assets and pennies on the dollar, you find your new base and you start growing. Mhm. So what happened after 2008 rather than do that, Ben Bernanke just poured money in to just fill in the hole. Basically what he did, I'm simplifying it all, and he, he didn't fix any of the problems. So mm-hmm. all the debt's still out there. So he kept interest rates low, so money's cheap, money's easy to get. So everyone just kept leveraging, leveraging. And as stocks went up, companies would leverage against their stocks. So that's how we have all these zombie companies, companies that don't make money that just keep going up, 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 and up. So if you know what it is, there are two things that are true. One, interest rates can never be allowed to rise. And two, it requires ever increasing amounts of money to keep the system going. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you know what that means?
1: It means that we're about to usher in an unprecedented era of hyperinflation in the United States.
7: I, I don't know if we'll go hyperinflation. You could see a number of years of 10% inflation.
1: I don't uh, know. How are we going to, our, our national debt's $28 trillion. How are we going to avoid hyperinflation? We can't do any more quantitative easing. At some point, printing money stops working. We've seen mm-hmm. massive inflation in the last 30 years.
7: Oh, yeah. But the, the Federal Reserve has even changed its inflation target. It used to be less than like less than 2%. Then it became 2%. Now it's eh, 2% is the minimum we'll accept. So that's their plan. They're going to try and inflate their way out by like having a number of years where it's like 8%. Now, if they measured it correctly, we might know what it actually was because they've been lying about that since the Hmm. (laughs) seventies. So I just want you to know how much fun you're in the mood for.
0: (laughs) Well, I can't remember if I asked you prior, if I did stop me um, because I can't remember the last time we spoke, but uh, as someone who's in the financial know what what's a good asset where do you recommend people put their money in a time like this because i'm uh, i want to i want some safety or security in the future but it's like everything is so sketchy i don't know where okay. to invest okay uh
7: i would say really right now where you want to be is you want to have like basically silver or gold put it in your hands there's a big crunch on it premiums are are sky high so Maybe that's not your bag of tea.
0: Hmm.
7: Um, I would recommend paying off debt, leaving your mortgages last. Get out of it. Anything adjustable, lock it in. Okay. Uh, I would say if, you, if you're looking for funds, I'd look for funds that deal in commodities because commodities are going to do well against inflation because as the price of things just go up, they'll just do better. Okay. I mean, you could look at mining stocks for uh, precious metals. I would say that. Also, don't be afraid to invest in your home if you have your own house. Mm-hmm. making it more energy efficient, maybe even starting a garden, mm-hmm. planting a fruit tree if you're not really uh, having a green thumb.
3: Yeah, um,
1: cryptocurrency too.
7: Yeah. I mean, I, even buying like a solar panel, I'm not talking like full-scale solar panel for your house, like a small one so you could charge your phone in case they do do the Green New Deal yeah. you can charge your phone with yeah. intermittent blackouts. So yeah. there are a lot of things you could do just to invest to make your life easier. Um, one thing I like to say is if you're like – move a little bit off the system so if you're 90 80% only 80 90% reliant on the system if something happens to the system you're only 80 90% exposed yeah okay so that that'll make your that'll make your life a lot easier before All we right.
1: let you go though i don't think people should be paying off massive amounts of debt before an inflationary event that seems stupid
7: uh it depends on like one of the things i'd be oh well, i wouldn't do student loan cuz they might forgive that But if you, if there's investment, I took
0: care of that last year, (laughs) (laughs) like a damn idiot. Yeah, it, it,
7: it depends. It it depends on a lot of things. Personally, I I don't know what would happen to financial institutions if they get into trouble, if they really try and come after you, because you don't know in an inflationary spiral, if you'll actually be able to afford to pay the loan, if everything else is just exploding in cost around you. Yeah. So oh, the last thing I'll leave you with is the Bank of England contacted all its banks and asked their asked them to check their systems to see if they could handle negative interest rates.
0: Uh, can I can I plead ignorance on that? I actually don't even understand what that means or how that works. What did okay. you say? Negative uh, the, interest
7: rates.
1: Can you yeah, explain what did you say? it? The in, like, preceding negative in- interest rates?
7: The Bank of England asked all its member banks to check their systems if they could handle negative interest rates. So, you know, if you have a bank account every so yeah. often they'd say you've made 1% interest sure. yeah. yeah this is negative so every they month have to f- get...
1: financially incentivize you
7: yeah but this would only uh, uh, this would only uh, apply to accounts that were like over $100,000 but it it's not a vote of confidence for the oh future. okay
0: all right all right so
7: i leave all you right. at that all right well
0: thank you i appreciate the uh, advice yep have a good night yep you too uh m Sinello is up Next. Emsonella, you there? Let him hang out a minute. Gideon Hawk is up after that. Gideon Hawk, you there? Can't hear anything. Neither can I. All right.
9: Matt, what... I can hear you.
0: All right, go Hello? for it if you're ready.
9: Oh, so this is Emsonella. So first things first, I think what Gideon Hawk is probably experiencing is I didn't hear you. The, the first like second or two and you chimed on. So there might be like a two oh. or three second delay sure. in, in the oh, audio gotcha. there. Yeah. All right. So um, I kind of wanted to piggyback on what magic's been talking about, because this is something we've been talking about in the chat rooms on your discord server for a little bit. Um, and this is, these are actually th- th- things that I brought up in the chat. Um, Gideon, Hawk.
0: Sure. Just sit tight for a minute and then uh, we'll get to you after Sunil here.
9: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so one of the things that I've, I've been talking about in your, in your discord, and I want to talk about your meetup group, spreadsheet in just a second here um and give an update from connecticutistan um but um when he was when he was talking about uh, all of these basically hypocritical points that were coming from the left and all this insanity that's coming from the left um these these are things that i'm seeing are, that are stemming from a much deeper philosophical worldview um and that is that not i'm not going to say that they don't care about hypocrisy or principled argument or or the fact that the means they don't care about the means that uh, are used to achieve an end right i'm going to tell you that i've been in chat rooms like like destiny's discord server like vosh's discord server and these are the arguments they're actually explicitly presenting so it's just a complete so in that universe where you're willing to just explicitly get rid of uh, i was explicitly told i don't care about hypocrisy now what and i'm like how am i supposed to debate with you When you come right out and say, I don't care about hypocrisy. Well, yeah, I mean, that that, that is the the ultimate
0: that is the ultimate evil. If you believe that if you believe that you're going to achieve some predetermined good and you don't care about the means, you have no regard for whether people's rights are violated in the process of achieving that good. I know blondes looking around a little bit, but uh, spoiler alert, that's the plot line to every evil actor in the history of the world. That that's how it always goes.
9: But the thing is, Matt. Like, if you're willing to take on that worldview, that actually, then the hypocrisy that follows from it kind of makes sense. That you don't care about being hypocritical. So yeah, I guess I guess I would respond
0: that okay, maybe you don't care about hypocrisy, but I get I guess if practicality or outcome is your only concern, I'll show you that that always results in a poor outcome. Period. That's probably the angle that I would take on that. I mean, I, I'll argue against hypocrisy because you should. And I'll argue for proper process because you should. But it doesn't produce the utopia that they think it's going to. We've tried it a million times. It doesn't work. Respect people's oh, rights first and foremost, and it works. Yeah.
9: Yeah, I, I'm very much aware. and unf- I mean, when you have this dichotomy between left and right that can't seem to agree on even the most basic, yeah, basic. Ten- yeah. tenets of like, how to view the world. Like the notion that principle is material to how you come to a conclusion. Yeah. Right. If you can't agree on that, then I don't know that there is anything to necessarily even agree on. No,
3: I don't there's that no there's value
9: structure there. In debating that.
0: Unless you share the yeah. same vision for some uh, theoretical outcome down the line, which none of us do. I don't think anybody's individual utopia looks exactly
9: like somebody else's. Hmm. Yeah. So, so the real reason I I uh, wanted to call in because I was just picking back on, on magic there for just a quick minute, um, was to give you a, just to get a uh, brief update from Connecticut to stand. First, thanks so much for putting that meetup group spreadsheet thing together because believe it or not, we do you do have fans in Connecticut. Um, I'm glad and we it's were getting use. It's
0: up- um when we started doing that, as you can tell, it was very hasty. So if I was doing it now, I probably would have made it a little better than it is because it's kind of a mess. But I'm glad you guys are still able to find each other's information.
9: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it took some work, but hey, I put I put the work in and you know, deserve versus earn, you know? Yeah, so sure. um yeah. yeah, we were able to we were able to meet over the weekend and uh, hopefully next time if anyone else out there is listening from Connecticut, do check that list. Sweet. Um and hope maybe we can meet up and get some ice cream the next time. So, um things coming from Connecticut, if you guys thought it was bad where you guys are, we're actually getting the new legislative session in and the radicals on the left are so <sighs> much worse than they've ever been. I bet. Mm-hmm. I'm um, bad. so n- right now we're getting mandatory voting bill. That's getting, pa- that's, that's been pushed to committee.
0: What? As in they're um, going to so force you be- to vote
9: or pay a $20 fine.
0: Oh, come on. Um, that seems unconstitutional anyway. That's going to get challenged.
9: I don't can't imagine how it's, how it's gonna inconstitu- You know, the scary part about this, Matt, the guy that's proposing it, who is a Senator, not a, not a representative. So uh-huh. kind of a bigger deal fully acknowledges that, that this isn't going to pass like Democrats From what I understand from the people I know in the legislature, they said that Democrats won't even vote for this. This is unlikely to make it out of committee. And this is what he said on Twitter. Lots of feedback on my civic duty voting bill, which is what he's calling his mandatory voting bill. The most interesting responses come from some friends on the other side of the aisle. They point out that working parents, seniors, people with disabilities and commuters may not be able to vote conveniently. And then he follows up. And they are absolutely right. Our voting laws are antiquated without early voting and no excuse absentee voting. It's too hard for many people to participate in our democracy. As a result, we celebrate 66 percent turnout when other nations regularly exceed 90 percent. So, no, this bill isn't going to become law. But I uh, hope it started a conversation about how our state can finally assume the responsibility of making sure everyone not only has the right to vote, but also has the opportunity to vote well and why Ugh. is it
0: assumed why is it assumed that a higher turnout is automatically better if 90 percent of people were were forced to vote at gunpoint and they actually hated all of the options why is that better than 66 percent of people exercising right.
1: their own free and if will? you
9: think that voting is too hard uh yeah. you're probably too dumb to vote so yeah i mean how yeah. about how about your thoughts on this guys i've always said that it, that a an un an uninformed vote is much worse than a vote that stays home. And that I would rather you get sure. a library card than of you course. go out and get a voter card. Yeah, of course. I feel
0: guilty even when like, you fill out a ballot and there's all those local elections. And I'm like, well, I spent about 30 seconds considering this vote. Should I even check a box? I hate that feeling yeah. where it's like, I, I really yeah. can't tell you anything informed about either of these candidates. Should I even vote for them?
9: Which is which is really which is really bad coming from you from you, Matt, because you live in a small enough area where you should probably be able to, to stay tuned with the local. Politics well, And I can't and like
0: that's it. on me. It's on me to sit down for 10 <laughs> minutes, 15 <laughs> right. minutes, a half hour, look at these candidates and make a decision. And most of the time I do. I'm just saying there have been times where for whatever reason I'm in, I'm, I'm hurried. I need to get this done. And it's like, sh- should I vote or, or should I vote for this race? I, I, I always vote, but. Um, it's just a question of which races I might not know much about, or even sometimes which ballot initiatives they language, those things, they, they make the language so confusing. It's like, would you like to not, not require your school board members not to not have, I don't know, certain conflicts of interest. You ever read those? they they phrase them confusingly
9: in my, in, in my area. They're, they're fairly straightforward. So, uh, I, I, you know, I, I guess I can't relate. And the other anyway. thing too, Matt, I know. Good thing I about Connecticut. There you. Yeah, I, I know yeah. my representatives and senators on a first name basis. So like we're all friendly here. Our, our state um,
0: rep came by our house and she was really nice. And we talked for maybe five, ten minutes uh, dirt when she was campaigning. And I should probably have a better relationship with her than I do. But that, that was nice of her. And I appreciated that effort from her.
9: Yeah. So we're also going to get a uh, state level property tax in addition to our already existing ridiculous Ugh. property tax at the local level. We're going to get a ban on uh, buying a second firearm within 30 days. So if you <laughs> buy a firearm, you can, you actually can't buy two at the same time. Um, okay. You're going to have to bring a friend. But um, well, it's uh, a straw purchase. In, in, you can't do that. Yeah. Some of the stuff that's coming through out of this legislative session. I, I don't know how it's constitutional. Um, uh, it's not. Yeah, so that's, that that's not happen- Connecticut politicians anytime recently. Well, yeah. And like I said about the whole thing about principled action, like the guy that that I was just talking about that I read, I read his Twitter feed off of like he clearly has no intention of getting his bill actually pushed through. He's just using this to to subvert the actual voter into into having a conversation they otherwise wouldn't have any reason to have.
0: Yeah, he's seeing what he can get away with. But keep in mind, uh, those legislators swear the same oath to the Constitution that any judge does or any uh, police officer does. Your job is not to test the outer limits of the Constitution. It's to uphold it to the best. Of your ability. And, yeah. Uh, and I think
9: some, the, the well, I'll, I know I'm eating up a lot of time yeah, here, well, so I'll, I'll be real quick. Yeah. Final thought. All right. So the census should change some of that. So I don't know, nobody's talked about it yet, but on April 1st, the census is going to uh, produce its results. And I think that's going to have a very red favorable result. And the last thing I'll say is help us, Christy Nome, you're our only hope. If we can't <laughs> seem to agree with, if we can't seem to agree on even these fundamental tenets that we've been talking about, that Magic and I have been talking about, Christy Gnome's just introduced bills to, to fully nullify whatever comes out of Washington. Yeah. Um, if there's going to be a secessionist movement, it's going to come from her drafting secession papers. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. We'll uh, sure,
0: yeah real real quick Montana's not far behind we're trying to pass another law that will nullify any federal gun laws in this state they will not be Hell enforced yet. I hope something like that happens we had a, a candidate for governor who did not win but I voted for him purely on the basis that he promised to me in a podcast interview that if he was governor he would arrest ATF agents trying to enforce <laughs> federal gun laws <laughs> and I said sold um no we got a lot of good stuff coming out of the state our, our governor's getting rid of our mask mandate on Friday too so that's oh, yeah real quick here
9: Oh, Crick, if you still have me. Uh, and when, they, when the left says they want unity, they mean the character unity from Rick and Morty. I, don't know
0: <laughs> on that, I, I actually don't know the reference, but I'll have to look it up. All right. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah. South Dakota, Montana, Idaho, Wyoming Alliance would be a pretty solid block right there. I think we could probably pull. Yeah, that
1: off. I'm into it.
0: Montana is is crushing it right now. So selfishly I'm pretty thrilled, but of course we are also at the whim of an overbearing federal government whatever they decide yeah, to do. Yeah, of course.
1: And then uh I can't acquire any more real estate around here either.
0: Uh because of what? Regulation or
1: No, no, just because uh these have become such desirable places for other people to live. Oh, that... you're
0: just priced out of like trying to trying to work in that market basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going crazy here, too.
1: Unrelated. That was somewhat tangential, but uh, all the Californians
0: break. are moving in, scooping up the real estate.
1: Yep. We have a few over on YouTube. Hotel Sparta says the most popular baby name in Oslo uh, is Mohammed and its variants. No surprise there.
0: I've heard that. Yeah. Isn't that true in the UK, too?
1: Yes. Uh, Sancti says, God bless you, Matt, our Lord and his blessed mother, and are our refuge and our salvation. Keep the Hobbit life strong. Screw Mordor. Ave Maria. Well, thank you. Francis Chartran says, an issue I don't see being addressed enough. The real dangerous people are the non-believers, who, in my opinion, are just people who never got a script to follow, but still cannot think for themselves. Wokeness. Hmm. That is... That is true. I mean, I hear a lot of people like, well, do you really need God to have an innate sense of morality? I'm like, well, maybe not some people, but most people probably look at how the left has, has made these, these like people of average IQs have made the government their God.
0: Yeah. And to me, that is so much more damaging than any sort of traditional faith, which is always going to nudge me closer and closer to, uh traditional faith it has this whole time Uh, i don't i've never thought that you had to believe in god necessarily to be a moral person but as it has become clear to me that there are objective moral truths about the world at some level there's there sort of has to be a source of that for it to be objective i still maintain that the natural world itself can be an objective source of that but the question remains how did that natural world come to be and that's that's really where the concept of God fits in. And Um, I think it
1: requires a high level of intelligence um, and self-discipline, which is a quality of high intelligence to hmm. possess, develop and adhere to a sense of morality that has been created by, you know, by you.
0: Yeah. Well, objective morality is a glue that holds society together. And it's, it's basically a precondition for my participation in society. (laughs) If there's no such thing as objective morality, uh, I'm out because that's a crazy world where 50% of people or the king or whoever's making the rules can decide that fundamentally yeah. immoral things are no longer immoral. We can kill freely if we want. We could steal freely if we want. There's no moral truth. It's just whatever we decide. That's a dangerous chaos world I want nothing to do with. I, I'm opting right. Out of that. And
1: uh, a large percentage, not like a majority, but, you know, I think like something like three to four percent of the population displays uh, very serious psychopathic traits, which means mm. they don't feel guilt in the same way. And it's actually quite good for certain um, professions. Uh, surgeons are often psychopathic, psychopaths. Um, yeah, I suppose. You, know. you would have to compartment. I mean, think about doing surgery it, for a person with a normal psyche, that would just be horrifying. Oh,
0: cleaning like, up car crashes, for example. Stuff like that. You know, yeah. I, I, I I, just wonder how you get desensitized to that sort of thing. or I, And I say that with admiration for people who do it. I don't think I could. I'm not Saying like, oh, you guys are weird because you're not affected by that or something. I'm saying that's right. incredibly challenging and you sort of get over that hump where it doesn't keep you up at night in the same way it might shock another person.
1: Exactly. So you you think that three to four percent of the population doesn't experience guilt. Um, now, if you think that those people are also irreligious and society is not adhering to a, a uniform set of laws, then Honestly, what's going to stop you from uh, like murdering somebody that cuts you off in traffic?
0: Well, yeah. And why would that be wrong?
1: And why would it be wrong? That's the point.
0: Yeah. Why? What is inherently wrong about that? What's inherently wrong about killing your neighbor because you don't like, uh, I don't know, the way he paints his house or something like that. If human life doesn't have any inherent value and there's no there's nothing objectively wrong about ending it then yeah, yeah life is a, is a chaos world of perpetual war and nothing ev- nobody ever builds anything productive nobody ever yeah. lives a quality life and um this world becomes a hellscape basically
1: yep
0: anyway i just have okay. a, cou- a couple on um I think actually one on Streamlabs. Mike DeWine Shitty eating grin says um, regarding Mike Lee, the Dems quoted him twice about a supposed phone call he had with Trump during the riot. It's at the very end of uh, today's hearing. The Dems had to walk it back and they said they quoted a newspaper uh, fucking kangaroo court. Oh, so it might be something different than what I was referencing. I'm not, I didn't hear that uh, particular story today, so I'll have to check it out. But I can't believe that Democrats are being opportunistic and not necessarily factual about their con they're uh, conducting of this impeachment trial. That is, that is shocking news.
1: I know. What a surprise.
3: Uh,
0: anyway. All right. Uh, on back to the callers. We'll take uh, calls till the bottom of the hour, and then we'll hop into our email questions. Gideon. Oh, Gideon Hawk. You still there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Thanks for your patience, man.
10: No problem at all. I was ready to talk. And then you went to a break. I was like, Ugh. but no, <laughs> sorry I, about I, that. I, no, yeah, hey, What's on your mind? That's man? great. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Um, the name's Greg. I've, I've um, super chatted and recently sent you an email for Blonde about um, Sean Foyt and his worship in Orange County. I don't know if um, you saw that Blonde at all.
1: An email, you say?
10: <laughs> I sent an email to Matt about a guy named Sean Foyt. It's spelled F E C H T.
0: Oh,
3: you He's got- doing
10: these these worships, um, worship services across the country. And this one was in orange County and there's all these people there singing without masks. And I thought that that would lighten your spirits. If you saw that.
0: Oh yeah. I, I saw the email. Um, but send that, send that to blonde for sure. If you're looking for her eyes on it.
10: Sure. So, uh, first Matt, I love your videos. That's how I found, found you guys. I, they're so well thought out and reasonable. I think, you know, I try to share them with everybody, and uh, you definitely pre- come. D- Go ahead.
0: Appreciate that a lot because that's the only way you get new eyes these days.
10: Yeah, and you definitely don't come across as a kook, so that you know you can watch that. And
0: <laughs> Depends and who you that. ask, but um, but yeah, <laughs> thank you. I, I appreciate that.
10: Yeah, and it's great seeing both of you, UMAC you, getting married and and blonde getting married and having a kid when all looks bleak. And all this stuff is happening with our country. We know that that our family will always be there, and they can't take that away from us.
1: Oh, well, um, they can try, I guess.
0: Yeah, but blonde will become a transformer it. if they ever try that. Like activated, engaged, you'll become Optimus Prime.
1: I know for real. I've been married.
10: Oh. I've been it's- married eighteen years and got three kids. So,
1: awesome! Oh, Congratulations! So you know what's up. Congratulations! Yeah.
10: Yeah. So hopefully. So um, quickly, what I wanted to try to get to was, I wanted to ask both of you, maybe, and I know, Blonde, you've mentioned it. So I'm a, I'm a Christian, and I actually believe that, that the Earth was created in six 24-hour days, and maybe the Earth is like 6,000 years old or so. And I wanted to ask you, you, you mentioned evolution. I wanted to say, what would be your, if, if you believed in evolution, and I would call it uh, a way to describe it maybe is goo to you. Evolution, basically from the primordial soup into a person, not not like a dog, you know, mm-hmm. evolving into a fox and a wolf and and so forth. It's like if you believed in evolution, what would actually be your your evidence for believing it? Because to me, it just it it doesn't make any sense, or there's no yeah. real evidence for it.
1: I, I I used to believe in macro evolution, but uh, I no longer do because it. Uh, it you're you're right it, it doesn't really add up to me i think that very few people deny the existence of microevolution obviously um self selection occurs within populations if you look at you know different species of animals even through uh photographic history you can pretty much affirm that but in terms of macroevolution uh, i i i can't even make an argument for that
0: well i i think that the idea that species respond to their environments and evolve over time, I, I don't have much of an issue with that. I don't think it does a great job of explaining the origin of life itself, which remains a question. Um, we know that life on Earth came from a common genetic origin. How? So what, is, what gave rise to that original single cell? We, we don't right. necessarily have an answer to that. And then the question is- Wait, no.
10: How do we know that, Matt, though? You say we know that. How do we know that?
0: Because all well, all life on Earth has a common genetic pathway, that we all share genetic material.
10: Right, but, but that that could point to a a well, design a designer with the same ideas oh, or the
0: Yeah, no, the, yeah, okay. that's what that's what I'm talking about, is the origin question. I don't think right. evolution really addresses the origin question itself as far as the origin of life. But the The thing that's interesting to to think about is um, why so if we assume if we assume that it was some sort of spontaneous creation of life that happened way back when and all life has um, descended from that, why hasn't it happened again? Or why can't we find that same spontaneous creation of life? I don't know, say elsewhere on another planet. Maybe we will. But if this but let's say this planet is uniquely situated to have life spontaneously create in that, or spontaneously spawn in that way. How come it hasn't happened again with a separate lineage? It's an interesting question. Like, Why, why wouldn't it happen somewhere else down the line and have a whole separate uh, chain of biological creatures that also have their own common genetic lineage?
10: I wanted to see, you know, what does the science say? And like the Field Museum in Chicago, they had a video that says, they're they're looking at rats and says rats have a nose and eyes and and five five appendages on their hands so mm-hmm. and we do too so we must have a common ancestor and to me that's just like a guess
0: i wouldn't well yeah, i wouldn't have- say it's a guess because we can watch we can watch life change in response to stimulus we can watch selection of more advantageous traits to produce offspring of different advantageous traits
10: but isn't that with all always within the same kind, like dogs will still be dogs and birds will still be birds, but they don't, you don't go from a,
0: no, haven't
3: we, I, don't, I, mean, you, I don't you, don't believe
10: you can, you can necessarily actually have, go from a,
0: well, I, I guess under that theory, then there would no, there would be no common genetic ancestor. Is, is your theory that dogs only have a dog, a common ancestor and, and nothing else?
10: The Bible says that when they when God created animals, they were each created after their kind. so he created the the dog kind and the cat kind. and within that dog kind, it contained all the genetics already built in to create you know uh, the the different species based on you know the the environment that they go into, you know, like dogs going into the north, when it's cold, get longer hair
0: but no dog can become like cats and dogs never shared any sort of common ancestor under that theory. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, um, I'm not. And,
10: and, and and the basis why I believing that what the Bible says there is basically the basis of, of Jesus, Jesus life on earth, death on the cross, burial, and then his resurrection. And then his followers, Basically, we're, we're martyred for something that they believe to be true. So hmm. that's because I believe that happened. I'm believing the rest of scripture and, you know, what the Bible says in Genesis of how the earth was created. And it seems to actually, if you really look at it scientifically and the flood and anyway, that's a bigger conversation. But
0: Sure. Well, thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. Sure. Thank you. Have a good night.
10: Right. You too.
0: Okay. Red lynch is up after that. But Red lynch. Oh, here we go. Sorry. I missed you. Red lynch, you're good. Ammonium
11: nitrate is Hey, what's up? Are Chem- you doing Why? a little chemistry um, talk
0: or definitely not bomb making, Susan? No know.
1: bomb making stuff.
11: Yes, only for personal use. You can't transport it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Uh, you got a big farm to fertilize or what are you doing?
11: Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, tree, stump, tree stumps. Tree stumps. Okay. No, I was uh, I was listening to people in the call-in waiting room. Uh, mm. But I was going to talk to you guys. You keep you always talk about the uh, Constitution, and I think I think Blonde's the one who was always complaining about how it doesn't do anything or it you know doesn't work.
1: Well, it's not really serving to protect us, is it?
11: Well, it, I I understand that, but. In the Constitution, it doesn't say that the Constitution is what grants you your rights. It says that you're just given them, and it enforces yeah. that. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand, but you guys think we you go from here when it comes to uh, enforcing the Constitution as written?
1: I mean, we would have to—the uh, first step is to apply law equally.
11: Uh-huh.
3: to
1: have uh to have a judicial system and a system of justice in which the populace has trust without that um there's just no way to enforce constitutional values i mean and the government has uh really fucked up in that regard by not putting people in jail that need to be in jail and letting yeah. them run roughshod over the the citizens um yeah, it's not the Constitution's fault. I'm not blaming the Constitution. I'm just saying that no document is enforceable without a legal system that is being applied equally. Or,
11: and of course, or e- people willing to enforce it, yeah. yeah,
0: and of course, equal protection is a core component of it. The question is, why doesn't that sort of thing get enforced or upheld? As much as I don't like this answer, I think the answer to this is there's got to be some more teeth to the oath that you take and some more teeth to... What happens when you betray that oath? Mm-hmm. We have a whole bunch of people who yeah. make an oath to the Constitution and then happily dance all over it, happily yeah. use it as toilet paper. And I I don't there's there's there has to be there's got to be more teeth to, to that to that oath and oath breaking. We have none. The oath means nothing anymore. And I think that's I think that's probably the biggest problem. I don't think it's the document itself. I think there's yes. some things I might change around the edges, but it's the fact that you can swear an oath to it and, ha- and suffer no consequences for totally betraying it.
11: We need more consequences. Um, the biggest issue with this is when it comes to the HR, the new HR bill on gun control. I don't know if either of you guys have heard about and it. This
0: is Sheila Jackson Lee's bill, the like
11: licensure <sighs> and uh, all that. Every single gun gets registered and licensed. and It's like 10 good to luck. 20 years. Yeah, good luck. You say you say good luck, but are you saying good luck in the terms of enforcing it, or are you saying yes. good luck in terms of passing it? Because with uh, the both, numbers they have,
0: both. But I would say good luck in the courts too. But in ter- but let's say they got it through and it becomes law. Uh, it's it's as a practical matter
11: unenforceable. It will never happen. Yeah, but but then what does that do to anyone who wants to get a hold of a gun? At least for I don't know the hundred or so years it takes for the Supreme court to decide to hear it, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of its constitutionality, that just makes it so no one can get a gun or if anyone gets a gun, they know exactly where it is and who has it and they have to file insurance. I mean, I I, I hope that you see more militias just kind of peacefully, obviously protesting outside of capitals. If this somehow makes its way to the Senate, um, which is also a funny thing I've noticed is I've, I'm looking up all the cities that have open carry as an illegal thing, mm-hmm. so militias couldn't do that. It's all the big cities, even even in Colorado where it's legal to open carry. Denver, in particular, has made it unconstitu- or has made it illegal, mm. despite the constitution saying otherwise. A lot of states have state law that
0: that uh, preempts that. The, like in Montana, yeah. we have we don't have big cities. Obviously, we have big. Bigger cities we have cities of like a hundred thousand, for example, um, and the cities can't can't uh, ban open carry in that way, but you know uh, we also it does' it matter as much here like if you're not going into Seattle, you're not going into l a you're not going into Denver
11: yeah, but I, I saw that I saw that in a lot of the states where you would assume, oh they have legal open carry the yeah. state has legal open carry, but a lot of the cities have passed uh laws for the city specifically. Yeah where you would typically, if you were a gun rights advocate, you would open carry in full garb for a protest that it's illegal. Um, Yeah. Either way. uh, That's pretty much all I wanted to cover. Uh, I had maybe two recommendations for people that you guys might want to talk to one for some of the kind of weaves I saw in the Colin waiting room would be the almighty Lolly. He kind of, he did a, he did a good video on cuties. Uh, I know you guys probably remember that whole, Debacle. I did not get
0: to see it, but I remember the controversy. <laughs>
11: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he did a good video on that, and then the other one that actually got banned off of YouTube, that I think Blonde probably would like a decent bit, is American Krogan. He's on a, a different platform now, but he uh, he got banned off of YouTube for a decent amount of his videos. Mm. So, I thought that those two... Must
1: be. be saying something right, then.
11: he pro- I feel like Blonde would like a lot of what he has to say um, without going into too much detail, but that was pretty much it. All I'm right. Well, thank sure.
0: you, man. I uh, appreciate it. And um, stock up before Sheila gets her law through.
11: Yeah. Good luck in this with these prices. I did. Right. I
0: did get a few lowers the other day. They're still available. You can, uh, they can be had. So. I got a
11: few 80%, but the, hmm. um, yeah, the ghost gunner's getting a little bit too worn on bits and everyone's ordered. All of the CNC bits. People are buying CNC shit now too. Oh yeah. So.
0: Well, good luck. Thank Thanks. you. Man.
11: See you
0: guys. 3D printing is maybe the answer. Yeah. 3D really. print your FGC9. Okay, let's see if we can get a couple more before we close up on calls tonight. El Vaccaro is. Oh, actually, Incompetent Hands is up first. But El Vaccaro, if you're there, hello. And we'll let El Vaquero hang out. Incompetent Hands, you're up next. Or whoever wants to chime in. I don't hear anything. didn't hear me,
3: guys? Yeah.
12: Yes,
0: sir. What's on your mind?
12: Hey, what's up?
0: Doing all right? What do you want to talk about?
12: Um, I'm coming to you from just outside of Tampa, if you've heard of that yet.
0: A Tampa? Yeah, sure. Yeah, are you wearing a mask, yeah. though, because your mayor is going to come get you if you don't?
12: Uh, no. No, I'm not. no no i am not are you um, are
0: you uh, like an actual Bucks fan?
12: Uh, yeah. Originally, I was. I'm from Jersey, so hmm. originally was, I was more Giants. But it was such a I've boring Super Bowl.
0: Now. Even the commercials and stuff. Yeah, said. it
12: was. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even. And some people are saying, "Oh, it was woke," but it wasn't even like that bad. It was just. It wasn't boring. as woke
0: as the rest of the football season was. I didn't think.
12: Right. Exactly. <clears throat> um. Well, speaking of Florida, yeah, I was just uh. Wondering if you guys saw that uh, DeSantis press conference in your opinion on it with the uh, big tech. No. I, when was this
1: today? Th-
0: yeah, I, I saw it. Uh, a, a couple th- of days ago. Is this the one where he got hounded about masks and he said, I wanted to drink a damn beer or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what, well, I, I didn't hear anything the, uh, he said about big tech. I missed that entirely.
12: Oh, yeah, no. He had a whole press conference about protecting Floridians from you know, big tech and. Banning people stuff like that, and you know especially okay. like all the uh, banks and stuff uh, it was just really interesting and what did he say about, what does he know, want to some, do uh like legal protections that's the thing I was you know i don't I don't see a whole lot of it I don't see it being very fruitful, but I was just wondering if you guys had heard of it, but I guess you haven't
0: no it's news to me
12: but uh it was yeah no it was interesting if you get a chance check it out um he definitely uh, there's a good moment where he just went off on, uh, the Hunter Biden thing and how it was, you know, you know, shadow banned from the internet and never got yeah. any traction.
0: Well that, no, that and, was, um, uh, that was part of the cabal fortification. That's what that was.
12: Right. Yeah. Was just fortifying yeah. democracy.
0: Yeah. Appreciate it from them.
12: Yep. Um, but yeah, he had a, you had a good moment too, where he was just yelling at the press. He's like. You know, oh, it was hacked. Come on, give me a break. If, you know, if it was totally fake, but it was against me, you'd use it. Blah, what blah, was blah. hacked? <clears throat> that the the Hunter Biden thing.
0: Oh, oh, God, I I've almost totally forgotten about that story. And that is kind of a testament to their their tactic being effective. You know, they they basically deleted that off the Internet leading up to the election yeah. And um, right. and there was Hunter Biden at the inauguration, shaking his dad's hand, eager to get like the next deal. Like nothing happened, yeah. Yeah.
12: Ugh. yep, Anyway,
0: all right, man. Crazy. Well, thank thank you for the call. All
12: right. Yep. No problem. Have uh, a good double mask. Uh, impeachment will work this time. Uh, the murder <laughs> hornets were rubber, but oh yeah, beware! What there's the a new strain hornets? of vid. Uh, they, like I said, they were just creepy crawlers.
0: Uh, that was backup in case Corona didn't scare people enough. They had murder hornets on right. standby, and, yeah. and
12: the <laughs> World War III Iran narrative.
0: That's right. Yeah. All right, yeah.
12: guys. <clears throat> Thanks for the sanity.
0: Yeah, have a good night. Appreciate it. Thank you. See ya. Elvacaro, are you there?
12: I am here.
13: How are you two doing tonight? We
0: are doing well. How are you?
13: I'm fine, except I'm actually starting to become, well, not starting to, I'm alarmed about the rhetoric coming out of the left. Okay. Uh, Before, before the long, before the election, I figured if the Democrats, uh, clean sweep, they were going to punish us. Mm -hmm. And now I'm looking, you had the former CEO of uh, Twitter, the one that was like Jack Dorsey's stint as CEO talking about how certain capitalists are going to be the first ones lined up against the wall and shot. And he'd, <sighs> he'd be happy to do video commentary.
0: Who's this? I'm going to look this up.
13: Oh, I can't remember his name, but he was the Twitter CEO between jacks. OK, um,
0: so this was back in October. Headline Fox, former Twitter, Twitter CEO right. says some capitalists are, quote, going to be the first to be, quote, shot in the revolution. And Twitter has not flagged or remove the tweet.
13: Right. And then you had that uh Nicole Wallace the other day talking about droning Americans on American soil. Uh Yeah, I did see that. I s- saw a montage of of reports talking about how Trump supporters need to be deprogrammed. Uh, Robert <laughs> yeah. Reich, the, yeah. Robert Reich, former uh Labor Secretary under Clinton is he wants truth and reconciliation commissions. I'm somebody from uh Bangladesh. <laughs> yeah. who who, he's he's he told me directly he said look we had those in Bangladesh that's as I got out of there I had family members killed in those yeah so I well I and then and then you look yeah
0: When I was reading about those in the fall because I remember when he referenced those I I I didn't know that truth and reconciliation committees had a historical context like that so I was reading about it and of course a lot of the replies were well this isn't that crazy South Africa did it yeah South Africa did it.
1: It's going super well. It's there. kind of my point.
13: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they necklace people? Yeah. Oh, uh, but and then what was the other one? There was another good one that came out. I ah, I can't remember it. But I mean, I'm I'm just seeing this this rhetoric, and then I think the the HR 127 Sheila Jackson Lee's bill. Mm-hmm. I think that's a form of punishment. But fortunately, if you look at what happened in New York and Connecticut when they passed, you know, so-called assault weapons. Registration Act. Yeah. I think New York got like 4% compliance. So uh, that's shockingly
0: had, high, I would say, actually.
13: Yeah. <laughs> Connecticut got like six or 7%. So what are they going to do when there's like 20 million Americans or actually 80 to 100 million Americans, if you're talking all guns, and we all say, nah, we're not going to do it. Fuck you. Come get us. What's I, I. Do? Like I said, uh, it,
1: they would be able to employ the military to do it. I don't know what they would do. They would they would find a way, though.
13: Well, I mean, the the military only has like a quarter million actual combat troops. We could field a, a guerrilla army that's like five to ten million, probably people. Actually, yeah,
0: that that is a line for me. If you're kicking down people's doors, people, my neighbors' doors, but really, you know, you're coming to my state to do that sort of thing. Yeah. know. Um, you're not taking my property. You're not taking my neighbor's property. You're not doing any of that stuff. Uh, that is a line for me. And I think it'd be a line for a hell of a lot of people. Like you said.
13: Yeah. Well, and and we're going to have Republican turncoats. We already have one that cocksucker uh, Rubio's passing. What was it? Uh, oh, if you've been investigated for terrorism in the past 10 years, you can't get a gun.
0: Oh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I thought this was America. I thought we had due process.
13: They yeah, this was America. Yeah, yeah, and that's Republican. I mean, it's like screw you. Well, they Rubio. do the
0: same thing with the no-fly list. Oh, if you're on this like made-up government list, all your rights are out the window. Come on, that's not the way yeah. it works. No.
13: no, I want due process, and you know, if, if you're going to throw all those rules away, I have no reason to remain civilized. That's the way I. Look yeah, I, it.
0: I agree. Uh, the 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 second that governments fail to serve that purpose, um, it is your right to well, is our right to dissolve them is our duty to.
13: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm just seeing this. It's like I, I, you know, two years ago, if you'd said they'll put us in the camps, I'd have been like, yeah, right. Now it's like if they could, they would.
0: <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. yeah, so. if they could press a button and have us all in in a in a camp of sorts, call it re education, call it whatever you want, I'm sure a healthy percentage of of uh particularly coastal elite leftists would gladly do that.
13: Right. And the thing that they don't understand is a lot of us didn't vote for Trump because we're, like in a cult, we voted for Trump because we wanted a bull in a china shop. And yeah. that's why I voted for him. He's yeah. the
0: premier middle finger. He is yeah. excellent at that job.
13: Yeah. So it's it's these issues that we have with the system are not going away just because Trump is gone. They They don't get it. Some of them probably do, but they're probably evil. Well,
0: yeah, but, they never uh, they never can understand that Trump is a reaction to them, that Trump is right. a reflection of who they are. Uh, it right. seems like they never grasped that concept.
13: Exactly. But that's what I wanted to say. So I'll yeah. get on out of here so you can get on with the show.
0: Appreciate it, man.
13: Uh, thanks. Right. And stay safe in the desert. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Blonde, they are doing quantitative easing right now. The Fed is hoovering up mortgage backed securities. Great. Yeah, That
1: (laughs) totally has worked before.
13: Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I'll see
0: you later. Have a good night, man. All right, bye. Okay, we probably should call the, we should end the calls there, I think. Uh, Not the greatest clock performance by me tonight, but what night is. Do the best we can. Thanks for patience, guys, and appreciate uh, everybody trying to call in tonight. Perhaps we will catch you next time. If you're having trouble getting into the show and you're not lucky like some of our uh, early callers were tonight, um, send us an email. You can uh, chime in and participate in the show that way. As I mentioned, there is a form on the website now. It's mattchristiansenmedia.com contact. There's a call-in show form where you can submit your questions, and we will respond to them in the last half hour of the stream each week, as we will do right now. Uh, Brian says, What are your thoughts on debt-free living, and have you heard of Dave Ramsey? Um
3: uh
1: yeah. Um I think that you have to accrue some debt. Nobody's going to pay off their house in full. Uh I don't know. I mean, it, we talked about this a little bit, but in an inflationary period, um it, I think it's fine to accrue low interest I debt.
0: I think as far as I understand, I don't want to be unfair to him because I'm not a I'm not a major follower of Dave Ramsey's. I think he says uh like mortgages, like your house is fine is fine debt to have or that he makes an exception there. But other than that, as far as I understand, he's basically a no debt type person. My only dispute is, because I, I agree, like I, I'm, you know, I want to minimize all the debt that I can, and that's a philosophy that I'd operate with. My only dispute is as far as I understand, I think he advocates basically a no credit card policy. Right.
1: If you're responsible, you should be able to use credit cards for the benefits.
0: And that's hundred percent why I do. I mean, I, I don't spend outside my means, but through using credit cards, you get the cash back. I mean, that's free groceries, free gas, whatever. That's fifty bucks, a hundred, maybe a hundred bucks a month, yeah. in um, depending on what the benefits are. But combined benefits for for uh, for me and my wife, and that matters. And I've never been in debt with, uh, or at least like crushing debt inescapable debt with credit cards because I don't spend outside my means. So to me, it's like, what difference does it make if I pay with the debit card or I pay cash yeah. or I pay with the credit card, as long as I have the cash to back up that transaction, then I might as well get the benefits of, uh, of using the credit card. That's just my thoughts.
1: Uh, Let's see Witwat says I've been vocal with my boss about how the company has lied and peddled identity politics. At one point I even yelled at her recently. She told me she was going to form a diverse. A diversity team consisting of three people and she invited me on the team. Why? Ooh. Should I, one, stand with my principles and decline so I don't have to play part in identity politics, two, accept, so I can act as a check and balance in case they try to go crazy with identity politics? If I accepted the diversity team would consist of two <laughs> white guys and two whammen, which I think is hilarious. Um, I think you should probably accept and try to subvert from within. And then, like... Be like, listen, I, I want you to to watch this documentary that will teach you about diversity and then play them the greatest story never told.
0: <laughs> and I, then to I,
1: see, see if you can suburban. Life. I
0: think particularly if you care about this workplace, you should fight for it. If this is something that maybe you're thinking of greener pastures elsewhere. Maybe not, but if this is if this is a place you care about, you're invested in this place as your workplace and a place you want to be long term, 100 percent fight for the culture within that company. And I applaud you if you do. Um, Well, I saw speaking of topics like this, I saw a great story out of San Francisco this week where they were trying to fill, I guess, a school board seat. And there was a white gay guy with a, a some sort of multiracial adopted child. I heard child, about this. Yeah. But they would not let him or did not want him on this board position. And they
1: argued about it for two hours. Yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe I'll talk about that one on Sunday a little bit. It was a great story. But uh, but yeah, I, in general, I think that if, if you feel comfortable, well, it's, uh, there's always a risk, right? Like this, If this job is important to you and you're going to stick your, your neck out to argue against the diversity, orthodoxy, you're, you're taking a risk. But if this is a place that you believe in, you want to be there long-term, you care about the culture, the culture, absolutely step up to the plate and fight for what you think is record them. Yeah. Uh, Well, although you have to be careful with some laws sometimes,
1: depending on make sure that you live in a, a one party consent state. Yeah. And then record, record them surreptitiously and then embarrass them terribly to some media. Yeah. If you get,
0: yeah. Yeah, if you uh, if you get fired or that sort of thing, I guess you could uh, make YouTube videos about it or something, like that, or pass it off to someone who can. I don't know, but yeah, I, I think you should fight if you uh, if you are comfortable with the risks that it carries. Um, Dom says, if you had a magic wand and could make one change in the world, what would it be? Build a wall, create yourself a perfect family, increase the IQ of everyone in the world to at least one twenty, make a particular group of people disappear from existence. <laughs> I guess I haven't thought about the magic wand. Uh, what, and what would I do Would I do something that would fix the world with one swoop or would I, uh, be, would I just help out my family?
1: Oh Hmm. God. I mean, you'd have to fix the world. Anything else would be unethical. (sighs)
0: There are, are, there are ethics complications in this though, because I think that that the success of the world is dependent on accepting mostly a certain set of values as true largely the values this country is founded on but I don't I think it's ethically or morally wrong to impose those views into someone else's head which is what the magic wand would do I want people to arrive at those conclusions themselves because they are superior in their reasoning not because someone shoved the right ideas into their heads
1: yeah but that's why the IQ thing is appealing all right fine let's go IQ That's pretty good. I mean, it would be really annoying to be around smart people all the time. I need dumb people in the world to inflate my ego because they think I'm so smart. (laughs) But like my IQ is, you know, barely higher than 120. It's like I'd be surrounded with people like me. That'd be so... And everybody would be more neurotic. Dumb people do have a place in this world.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, how dumb?
1: I don't know. Don't we need like... (laughs) The world is not a better place because anybody sub 85 IQ exists.
0: Um, Well, I. I, What what makes me nervous about this conversation is everybody is equal in their rights. What I want is a world that recognizes everyone's equal rights, equal rights in terms of natural law, equal rights before uh, before human created law. That's what I want. But how do I how do you get people to do that voluntarily? the wand kind of erases that voluntary or uh uh self the 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 idea that they arrived at that conclusion themselves the wand erases that so i don't know this i just don't like the concept of wands i also don't like the concept of having the power to alter the world as it exists i think it's important to live in the world as it exists and develop your philosophy and your approach within what that world is rather than just changing things about it if you had the power to I would throw the wand into the volcano like uh, like the ring. That's what I would do.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I don't want that power.
0: Actually, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Michael's up next.
1: Didn't I read that one? Oh.
3: No, I read uh, that Michael Rowland I? says, I,
1: saw it. I can't remember. Uh, as a 74 year old guy, 75 year old guy, I've been silently watching you two for about five years, freeloading, I might add. Nobody oh. that listens to this is freeloading. Is freelo- <laughs> You're both continually demonstrating to me that there is a good future for America. You? Don't ever let the bastards bring you down, they will lose. That being said, to aid in developing ideas to get the country back on track, I recommend to both of you a new idea injection that I watched on YouTube. Hmm. It's well worth the one hour, 45 minutes. Uh-oh. Uh, Jordan P- B. Peterson podcast season 4 episode 3 Douglas Murray. I do like Douglas Murray, so maybe I'll overlook the JP thing. Uh they take a seriously deep dive into America's political problems. Take care and may God give you all the guidance you might need. Thank you, Michael. I really appreciate that. Appreciate it. Um maybe I'll swallow the Jordan Peterson thing and just
0: I can't believe it.
1: I like lo- I like Douglas Murray, so.
0: Sure. Yeah me too uh this one i guess is from an anonymous asker his oh no his name is his glorious radiance is that correct no no he's oh wait wait, wait. this isn't even his question his name is so long i thought the name was the question his name is his glorious radiance the scion of light and long hand of the world holder of scales and keeper of the gates emperor Sanlitun Hui Malkin, Malkinian? Close enough. Uh, Matt, when you were dating, how important was the political orientation beliefs uh, of a potential partner for you? I am currently on the dating market, and I believe that, um, that any potential spouse needs to share some core values, if for no other reason than to provide common ground on how to raise children. Also, not to sound like a leftist, but I really hate or, but I, I just really have no desire to marry an anti Trumper or, or progressive type, regardless of how well we fit together in all other respects. Classical liberals are as far as I can imagine tolerating for life, um, and that's, uh, and even that's pushing it. What criteria do you use, if any, to weed out... The incompatibles. Thank you. Well, you shouldn't feel just because you have um, even super specific wants in your dating preferences doesn't make you a leftist in this. Like you're not trying to cancel people out there who you might not want to date. Dude, Those you are,
1: need what you need. You know, yeah. I will tell you, having core values in common with somebody is so much more important than having. Hobbies or anything like that in common. Everybody's like, "Oh, I I need my partner to like listen to the same fucking music that I do, or like like to go for long runs." Why do you need to spend twenty four hours a day with your significant other? Like, you don't need to have any hobbies in common with your significant other. You can develop those.
0: those Who cares about any of that stuff? Yeah, some of the most fun stuff that we do is stuff that we're both new to or maybe not very experienced in because yeah, Yeah. the values are there so we can share a lot of different things together. And the hobbies that are the most important to me, a lot of the time I kind of want to do myself anyway, because those are like me things. Um, But to get to the question, um, how important are politics to me? Uh, Politics ended up being kind of important and we do share a lot of political views and we both have a passion for politics. So that works out, but it's, it's deeper than that. It's gotta be more fundamental values like, family stuff, how to, um, wanting kids, how to raise kids values around that sort of thing. That's all crucially important. That's yeah, not, yeah. um, and
1: people always focus so much on like, what, what does this person love? What do we both love that we have in common? Uh, uh-uh. uh. you need to focus on what you have in common that you both hate and that <laughs> will guide you to the right woman.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's um, so it's values, it's family related values, I would say, number one. But as a, it also relates or something that relates to that is goals. You must yeah. have aligned goals. You must have a common vision of the future. It doesn't mean like, oh, we live at this address and we have we have this picket fence or whatever. But you must have an idea for what the future looks like generally. And you must both share it, because if you're not. Working toward that together, it's never going to work. And you end up in a relationship where you're just in a relationship for the sake of being in one. And it's not really on a path or a trajectory or advancing toward any longer term goal. And that just you know, wastes everyone's time. So, but
1: those aren't even the top reasons people get divorced. The number one reason people get divorced are, is because of financial issues. So mm. don't date somebody with a bad credit score or that has vastly different spending habits than you. People tend not to reform those in their adult years. The second reason people get divorced is because they have disparate sexual frequency desires mm. on a weekly basis the number two reason for divorce so don't date anybody that has a much different need for sex than you the number three release reason is religion differences in religion Mm. um none of the those are all value-based i suppose but none of them translate directly into so i don't know just think about those things yeah um juggernaut the destroyer Matt, what do you think um would convert you to a religious worldview? just curious as a lot of people say an experience such as a near death one converted them he's close I think he's there
0: i don't know I mean, if, I, if i if i if I knew I'd probably put more time into that because I am curious i as, as I've explained you know plenty of times on on this stream uh i I don't think the idea that there is someone or something who created the natural rules of the world that we all observe that govern everything from the way trees grow out of the ground to what sort of rights you have as an individual human being. I don't think it's unreasonable to think that someone did that, either designed it or set those rules in place such that the world could flourish into what it is today what I struggle with is finding a connection between that general abstract concept and a specific religious teaching or a specific theology, say that specific teachings of Jesus Christ, for example, I'm always looking for that link. How do I go from the abstract concept of God to the specific teaching of a particular religious doctrine? And it might, um, it might happen to me. I know it's not satisfying, but It's not satisfying to people who are are very devout in their faith, but I feel like I'm being pushed into it, not by people of faith. They're not the ones pushing me into it. It's by faithless, godless people where I see the alternative and I think, okay... I don't know if there's a connection between abstract concept of God and specific religious teaching, but if only for practical purposes, it makes way more sense to head over to this box here into the specific teachings of Jesus Christ or whomever than it does to be these godless people who put their faith in the state or some other ridiculous human creation that's totally faulty and a complete waste of time and and not productive, not helpful, not healthy. So that's kind of where I am. I, I, I hope that something comes into my life that is more positive a more affirmative reason to embrace the concept of god and specific religious teachings than those degenerates over there shoved me into it but at the same time if it's healthy and productive and a good thing to have the reason you got there i suppose isn't as important as the fact that you are there so i remain open to it i i don't I wouldn't say that I'm seeking. I, it's not It's not like looking for God guides my every day, but I try to keep my eyes peeled. You know, I'm certainly much more open to it now than I ever have been yeah. in my life. Yeah. And, um, and who knows? I can tell you this um, as uh, of course, my, my, my goal for the year, my um, new year's resolution was to become a dad. I have no idea how that will change my perspective. When the time comes, I have no idea what to, what to expect there. And yeah, if any upcoming event had a uh, had a likelihood to open my eyes a little bit that might be it that might be the one nah,
1: i don't know people always think you become an entirely different person uh when you're a parent you're exactly the same person but you're just more tired <laughs> you don't really change that much
0: yeah Well, maybe i'll need uh i don't know maybe i'll need some stimulants or something like that more <laughs> caffeine or maybe a prescription of some kind we'll see
1: did I read that one? Uh, yeah, I think that was
0: yours, me. right? JD14 says, "Hey, have you guys been following the Liz Cheney saga out in Wyoming with her censure? Matt Gates uh, recently held a rally with the grassroots GOP there, calling her out." Yeah, I've um, I followed a little bit. I know that the. Can
1: you give me the TLDR? i I'm not familiar with this one.
0: Okay, so Liz Cheney voted in favor of Trump's impeachment, but on kind of right, weird right. grounds. It wasn't necessarily that he incited the, incited the erection, Chuck Schumer. It was that he had gone on what she views. I, I, I think I might be mischaracterizing this, but if I understand Liz Cheney's reasoning, it was that Trump had basically gone on a tour of lying about what Congress won the election results in her view, and two, what Congress can do about them. Because Trump's whole point on January sixth and leading up to it was. Congress could reject the certific- could not certify or reject the electoral college results. She was saying that's a lie that that's not procedurally procedurally possible and the evidence of fraud is not significant enough to justify that anyway. So in that way, he created this false idea in people's minds that led to this kind of violent uh, interaction and it also breached the appropriate boundaries between the branches. Like it was a it was an executive disrespect Of of Congress's authority on this particular topic constitutionally, which I kind of get her argument there. I could see it. But my my trouble with her decision is that's not what the impeachment article said. It didn't say breaching the boundaries between the presidency and Congress. It said incitement to insurrection, which I don't think he did. Right. So Wyoming Republicans big. Obviously, Wyoming's a big Trump state. Wyoming Republicans are not happy with Liz Cheney for that decision so they voted uh, I guess Wyoming state legislature I'm assuming I've not followed closely but Wyoming state legislature voted to censure her which just means you know slap on the wrist we don't like you very very bad Liz Cheney and there's talk of people primarying her because she's uh, Wyoming's one congressional representative right now someone primarying her coming up in 2022 that's that's really the story. And Matt Getz, I guess, was out or Gates Getz, I don't remember I know his name, Florida congressman. He was out in was it Cheyenne, I assume, the state capitol? Yeah. Uh, rallying like he got like 750 or a thousand people to show up in Wyoming, which that's like half the state, so congratulations. Uh he was rallying people against uh, Liz Cheney. So it seems like there's a big uh a big uprising against her, and we'll see. I I I don't know. I don't know much about Liz Cheney other than she is Dick Cheney's daughter. That's basically what I know about her. So that's uh, that's the story.
1: Okay. Uh, Dan says between Trump's ban on bump stocks, large new swaths of first time gun gun purchasers, purchasers in blue areas and revolvers piece about the military, are conservatives now giving up on gun culture? I don't think so.
0: Well there was definitely a big fold on the bump stock stuff. Not yeah. everybody. Like GOA really fought that, but like NRA not only laid down for it, but actually helped. NRA, Sanctioned, yeah. Yeah, NRA supported that move. Um is our conservatives giving up on gun culture? I guess it depends on who or or what you define as a conservative because I think that gun culture is very very strong at least but i'm kind of biased like among my friends i think interest in gun rights is higher than than it in prior years of my life but are they representative of say like your typical i don't know like your typical older your fud gun type guy the guy who uh
1: can you even be conservative and not be an advocate for 2a i don't think so
0: Well, sometimes people think they are, but they still go with that who needs that type of argument. Well, who needs that scary black rifle? I've been defending my home with this pump shotgun, you know, that's got wood furniture for years, and that's great. I don't have a problem with pump shotguns with wood furniture. They're cool. It's just not everybody who claims to be 2A is um, anything close to absolutist or even more supportive of most gun rights than not. I think, I guess I would say that my perception on this is probably biased toward more younger people than older but among people I know who are politically interested gun gun stuff is they're way more interested in it now than they have been in the last few years so yeah,
1: I think so too yeah
0: and the more Democrats crack down you might see a revival of that sort of thing but there's no doubt that the president laid down on the bump stock stuff and a huge portion of supposed gun culture laid down on the bump stock stuff too and I would hope that they we don't see that sort of thing with incoming um, assault weapons bans or attempts to license you federally just to buy a gun or attempts to register your guns. We cannot. Uh, the, the Bump stocks, on principle, there was no w- wiggle room to me. On principle, it was a horrible thing. Yeah. Government redefinition and seizure of your property. I don't care if it's guns or your car or your home. Government doesn't get to do that extra legislatively. But I get why people didn't much care because most people don't have bump stocks. Yeah, we're starting talking about everything that's in your safe and you have to give all the cereals to Sheila Jackson Lee. That's one that we really can't back down on. So here's hoping for a revival, no doubt. Keith uh, Johnson says, as cringe as overzealous sports fans and wokeness taking over sports leagues is people that condescend to sports fans and say the term sports ball are much worse. Oh, looking at you, blonde. Often these people are into higher, quote unquote, higher forms of uh, of art, such as music. uh, uh, Sorry, higher forms such as art or music as their leisure, because there is an appreciation for the difficulty of achieving a high level in their craft. Yet they fail to realize that elite athletes are also tremendously talented and impressive in their craft. Why do you think some people oftentimes elites and even people in these types of communities here look down on this form of leisure?
1: Mm.
0: I guess that's a good question. I I don't, I don't know. I would suppose. Do
1: do elites really look down on this form of leisure? I mean, think about all of the celebrities that you see sitting courtside at whatever basketball team is popular now. and of course
0: it's become a great vehicle for their politics
1: yeah i don't even know that i recognize this phenomenon of elites rejecting sports
0: yeah i suppose just i i guess i i don't know who it would be whether it's elites or not i do think that there's um a certain segment of our culture that that views i guess intellectual leisure, if you want to put it that way, as as on some higher plane than physical leisure, which mm. I, I agree with his point. I think they both have their place. I, I think they're I, I just appreciate excellence in any craft. I don't care if it's writing music. I don't care if it's, you know, playing basketball, whatever. If you're the best of the best in a true meritocracy, I admire that in a highly competitive environment. Um, You know, if, whether it's gay, if uh, if some guy's balls get shoved in your face, incidentally, or, you know. Yeah. Is that it? You don't. Uh, although you know, if you um, if you're a uh, uh, some kind of rock musician at the peak of his career, and you take a stage dive back when those were legal before coronavirus, also gay. There's, there's going to be some balls and faces at that point too.
1: All of these things are gay.
0: Is is there any? OK, so it's just like for you, it's any physical thing with contact, not physical purely because, of course, there's dancing and stuff like that. But
1: putting yourself in a situation where there are going to be balls in your face is gay.
0: What about war? Hand to hand combat. What
1: situ- I don't I don't know anything about hand to hand combat, but I don't think that. There are really that, that balls in face is like of the utmost concern. people
0: get tackled, people get punched, people get kicked. There's necessity
1: them. there. There's no necessity in sports.
0: Well, what if it's uh, what if it's war games? What if it's leisurely war?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This has gotten too hypothetical.
0: <laughs> I guess. Yeah. No, I agree. It's the tights I, too. I That's agree cool. with you, Keith. I, I just I I don't think that there there should be a huge respect distinction between these things. I think they're I think they're both deserving of respect.
1: Thank you for that. This is management. Redheads are scientifically the whitest people and only make up one to 2% of the population or 0.17 if they have blue eyes. Corinthians, or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers, swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. The soul is God's domain um and the dust returned to the earth as it was and the spirit returns to god who gave it we generally agree not to punch right but why do you punch white most of my <laughs> um most of my stuff about gingers is in jest it's okay to have red hair if you're a woman
0: i uh, not that this emailer <laughs> but the if you're a woman part went right over my head acknowledge that okay um Sorry to all the redheaded men out there. Don't email me. That's uh, and not that this emailer did, but uh, but I always get a kick if I get an email from somebody who has been offended by you as though one, their particular group is the only group that you have ever said something bad about. And two, I'm a
1: redheaded boomer and I'm so mad. at blonde. <laughs> oh, oh.
0: And two, as though my response is to go, you know, you're right. It is my sole job to cater the entire production to your whims, and I will hereby be ending the show and ceasing (laughs) our professional relationship on account of your particular group being insulted. No, I appreciate this. This is exactly people want to talk about how to handle. um,
1: (gasps) I forgot about Dave Cullen.
0: Oh, yeah. You're going to have to make an exception for him.
1: Of course. But he's tall.
0: Is he? I, I have no idea. How tall is he?
1: I think he's pretty tall. I've seen videos of him in crowds of people, and, and I hmm. think he's tall. So you could be a tall redheaded male. That's fine.
0: For people who, as I don't know, this guy, maybe, maybe he, you offended him with your anti-redheaded rhetoric. But this is exactly how you handle that sort of thing. You, you make something clever out of it. You make a joke out of it. A plus email. I like that one. I didn't know where he was going, and then the last line really hit at home. Chris to the J says, Montana holds a Senate vote tomorrow on their Article 5 convention legislation, uh, SJ12. Many other states are picking up the hearings and potential votes in the coming months. Do you think we could reach the magic 34, a convention um, uh, uh, a convention would need before the midterms of next year for context? Current resolutions. Currently, resolutions are passed in 15 states, eight passed in one chamber at the very least, and at least nine have active legislation as in filed uh, and have committee assignments uh, there's a map on convention for which states uh, addendum to my earlier message montana voted on sj2 today with the resolution failing by a single vote tabled indefinitely what the oh, hell yeah i didn't hear anything about this but that's surprising to me because the legislature has been crushing it lately <laughs> um so do 34?
1: i no not gonna happen
0: well even <laughs> by this math here if there's 15 15 where they've done it eight passed in one chamber and could theoretically do it. That gets you to 22, nine have active legislation that gets you to 31. So, I don't know if Montana's wow. in there or not, but that would be minus one potentially. Uh, you, Probably not. Probably not. Then you need more States to introduce, but you're, but you're getting close. And I like this sort of thing because if we have meaningful changes to the constitution that need to be made, I think it's going to have to happen through the states in this way. Congress is never going to relinquish its own power. The only way that you're going to have this happen is when states get together and reclaim the power that is rightfully theirs. This isn't some. This isn't like some coup thing or some uh, revolutionary thing. This is like, no, the 10th Amendment delegates powers to us. We're going to have to get together and make that double, triple clear. You guys, you can't just. There, the federal government has very narrowly and specifically defined set of roles. Anything outside of that is reserved to the people in the states, unless we just decide that the federal government can do whatever it wants. But the only way to end that without any kind of armed conflict, which, of course, nobody wants, Susan, is uh, is to have the states get together in that way. And I'm glad to um, thank you for the update on the numbers, because that's we're probably not going to get that before the midterms, I wouldn't think. But that we're we're in a ballpark. We're getting close. So that's good to see. All right. That's it on the email questions. Let's uh, check in with chat and we'll call it a night. Um... (laughs) Oh, D live D live changed our uh, status again. Now the, now the stream is set to mature audiences Now we're, is is this a, is this a porn stream? Uh, It's a mature audience stream. Apparently totally talking politics. And you know what's funny? You go on D live and it says the broadcaster has indicated that this channel is intended for mature audience. No, I didn't.
3: No, you, didn't no,
0: you did that. No, you live? Not me. Mm. Anyway, Jimmy C, Darth Jones, Spud Ruckus. Thank you guys for supporting the show over there. Uh, Trovo. Appreciate you guys as well. Chubby Stubby, C2K and Darth Jones. Uh, also late to the party. Sherry D Anglo dot. Uh, guano loco el vaquero friends fishing with paul rico man appreciate you guys thanks a lot and well as i mentioned come monday i'm gonna try to get a better understanding of how interaction on d live or uh, on trovo works because it's still a mystery to me um just one yeah just one over on Streamlabs. martin says in my dream country the government gives people a choice show up at the polling place and either get 50 dollars or cast a vote so they pay you not to vote <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: Is that how that system's gonna work? Um oh well th- and thank you for the uh generous uh support for the show as well. Appreciate it.
6: I am not gonna be niggardly. Yeah,
0: I'll set.
1: Okay. Uh Bahena Fam says, We're represented by idiots who don't even know the freaking pledge of allegiance. Do you think they ever even read the constitution? They're sworn to protect a document and ideas they've never read. Uh yeah, to be fair. Not not to be fair, but they they do not teach this stuff in school.
0: No, I I had I don't think I read a word of the Federalist Papers in high school. I did not. I don't think Um, which is a problem because it's not just in
1: college either. It was something I did in my own time.
0: Yeah. And that's a problem. And It's crucial reading the Constitution. You can read it and be like, oh, okay, here are the rules for how this is conducted. That doesn't really answer the why question. We need a philosophical understanding of why things are organized the way that they are. There are very key concepts behind the Constitution of the United States, and those need to be taught. They're not really being taught now.
1: Yep. Um, Nobody says, I hope every domestic terrorist joins Antifa. Joins Antifa. <laughs> he also said, hashtag wave the wand. And the things we need to do are be active, outright ignore any leftists, defy their orders, look for others who do the same and procreate. That's very good advice. mm Matthew Raleigh, a lot of talk about how we get our rights back tonight. First, decide what line you will not allow the government to cross. Next, say it out loud and find like-minded people and band together. Also, good advice. Yeah. Um, I, nobody, I can't read that next one that you wrote. Uh, Brett Kester says, Matt, must, uh, just join the Mormon church. The missionaries stop coming around and the body of Christ is usually wonder bread.
0: <laughs> okay. Really? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's a joke or 100% true. I have no idea.
1: It could definitely be true, and I would not know. Yes, yeah. uh, John Martin, Matt, read some Michael Bay. Darwin devolves. He's a scientist who builds a case for intelligent design. All of our biochemical functions are staggeringly complex designs.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, and I, I don't. Um, that's the great. That's the greatest question: is the origin of those things? I, I, I don't think. I don't think that creationism and evolution are inherently conflicting. Ideas. Evolution can be the mechanism through which design achieves its ends or develops, you know? So
1: I don't know. Um, Peter R. just here to mock the edgy atheist types who think beating on Christian Christianity shows their Rick and Morty fan level IQs.
0: Hmm. Well, I, I definitely used to be I wouldn't say that I was an edgy atheist, but.
1: Annoying agnostic. Will we never really know
0: that? Yeah. Well, I guess I would still consider myself agnostic. But one thing I hope—I uh, my views have changed in a lot of things over time. I think one thing that hasn't changed for me is uh, a disdain for being preachy and imposing, and not and and really trying to talk down to people for their views rather than convince them, even if you feel strongly about your views, convince them with superior reasoning. Don't shame them for their inferior reasoning. Yeah. And I'm sure I've broken that rule, but uh, throughout my life, no matter what, I don't care the perspective. If if your idea is like looking down on people as stupid because they disagree with you, I've never been a fan of that.
1: Yeah. 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 Rush V was talking to me yesterday about uh, withholding judgment. Mm. And I was like, He's like, I don't mean, know we're talking about, uh, if we're, we're able to do it. Cause he prays for people that he's angry at. And I was thinking, I, I don't think I've ever done that before. No. Just like viciously attack people that, that I disagree with. Well, there, there's this a, a personality <laughs> defect that I need to Maybe. get under control.
0: I don't want to say that forgiveness is always a virtue. Cause I do think that there are some things that are unforgivable, mm-hmm. It's a uh, judgment which you, thing. Yeah, but there is a certain relief in forgiveness where appropriate. And to strive for forgiveness where it applies I think is important. Um, so I, I, I'm generally on board with that sort of philosophy. Just don't go too far. Like some people are genuine pieces of shit and recognize it when yeah. they present themselves and move on. Although, you know, that doesn't yeah. mean I wish ill upon them either. You can pray for their their well-being without saying, I want this person as a part of my life
1: but I have made a whole career out of trying to destroy people that I disagree with.
0: I don't know. Have you, I mean, you I think you're trying to destroy the cases that they're making, but other than making like, I don't know, mm. fat bitches cry on Twitter. What have you done to I've destroy done people's that. lives? That's just tweets. You've not actually no, meddled I in not, someone's life. I try,
1: I try to like dis- destroy people's egos when I'm angry. Like what I did to Becca Lewis, um, <sighs> she surely read some of that stuff as though
0: that sleep. was unprompted. I mean, she's accusing you of being a uh, part of some, some insane Nazi spider web. That's going to take over society.
1: I know, but should I pray for her rather mm. than, um, you know, talk about how she's a uh, fat and lonely and going to die alone and, <laughs> and all this other stuff. That's probably true, but should I have said it?
0: I, as far as I'm concerned, she picked that fight. That was not a fight. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, that was mm. defensively, Susan.
1: Defensively, Yeah, I don't know. I think I yeah. need to
0: rethink this because I'm not a good Christian. Like. But here's what I'm saying. Like, you tell me. In my view, Becca Lewis picked that fight with you by naming you specifically as an offender in this weird spider web that she concocted. If Becca Lewis was just a regular cat lady on Twitter who was tweeting generic leftist opinions, do you think you would go as hard after that person?
1: I've done stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that would be a little that would be less justified to me, even though it's still words on the Internet. So let's keep in mind what we're talking about here. But I don't think that you're actually trying to destroy people merely because they disagree with you. I think that when someone takes a shot at you, your philosophy is to punch back three times as hard.
1: Yeah, I guess that's also not great, though. That's not is this what Jesus would want of my (laughs) life? I don't think so. I I really don't think so. I don't Uh, know. I'm going to have to recalibrate while still trying to make an interesting show
0: yeah well yeah you got to keep that in mind is is blonde a character blonde can't become a character because there's the authenticity is what gives it
1: uh, yeah but I mean all of us need to to grapple with the personality flaws that we have and um, I'm being consumed with my anger and rage Hmm. and hatred and that is not what Jesus would want for any of us. No,
0: and those things evolve over time. The person I am and my and the philosophy and strategy with which I approached my channel is different now than it was in 2016. I used to want to be like to back then, like being funny was a a a major aim for me. Like everything had to be funny to be entertaining. Now it's like, okay, if things are if things are funny, that helps, but I'm not going to try to inject Stupid jokes where they don't belong or something. You know what I'm saying? Like that. You've
1: refined your process. You haven't changed who you are.
0: But that's but that same thing can apply to you. I don't think you have to lose your fire. All you're talking about is, I think, maybe aiming the fire where it belongs more.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a real struggle, too, because um, I, I don't know that that. Jesus would would want to that. we talked about this with Ruthie, but how do you know uh, how far you should go to stop evil from taking hold in the world Hmm. if you can't enact justice in an Old Testament kind of way on Earth?
0: (laughs) A very vengeful way.
1: Yeah. Without vengeance, without judgment. How can you even stop evil from progressing? It's a real struggle. I hmm. I I this is not a this is not a rhetorical question. I have no fucking idea how to answer that. My yeah. answer to all this is like we have to kill people, right?
0: <laughs> defensively, Susan.
1: Of course defensively. Uh but I I don't really think that we can do that.
0: What do you mean we kill in what way? I mean like just as a, as a practical matter or as
1: Christians, re- I Oh, I like it's they,
0: morally it's morally wrong. To even act defensively.
1: It's barred. I mean, we, we cannot murder people.
0: Well, yeah, I guess what I, yeah, murder, of course. But when people are coming to violate your rights, is that murder or is that something else?
1: You're still taking a human life. Thou shalt not kill.
0: Yeah, but is, is that actually absolute? Thou, thou shalt not kill. What about the guy who's actively killing your family?
1: I know it's, it's
0: that can't be absolute. I'm not a biblical scholar, but there's no way that can be an absolute moral statement.
1: Yeah, suppose you can protect. That's you. I don't know. Christians email me. It's it's a struggle. are good.
0: Uh, are we all good? Are we?
1: Oh, there's one more. Did I did I already read this? Uh oh. There's there's a few more. Um, thunderstorm. Since it's for mature audiences, just nibble it very centrally. Everybody. Did I already read that? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I don't think so.
1: Uh, nobody says when it comes to guns, there are three main things, barrel, projectile and accelerant. Bullet cartridge could be replaced with combustion chambers if no powder.
0: Hmm. I guess. Yeah. You could think about crazy ways to engineer guns. Well, that, that's like a car gun hybrid. Like if you had a, a chamber where you pull in a fuel air mixture and ignite it, um, would that work? Would that actually provide enough propellant to to shoot a gun like a, at normal yeah. speeds that we'd expect?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Matthew Riley, uh, Matt, uh, you were trying to be funny. That's weird. (laughs) And on that note, let's close out my my poor baby. I just
0: have a couple more. Uh, No guardy over on uh, Streamlabs. Great uh, week this week. I'm leaving a, a company that's become infected with leftism, going to a startup with a good shot and a CEO who doesn't want politics at the company. Life is good. Uh, also says, Blonde, no one on earth is a good Christian. The goal is to try to be better, said the heretic. Well, congratulations on uh, making moves in your life and appreciate the um, philosophy and uh, also appreciate the support for the show. Very kind of you. So thanks We a lot.
5: love you. You're very special.
0: And I think we're all set then, uh, if there is nothing else, yeah? Yep. All right, well that'll do it on the show tonight. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll be back on Sunday to talk about all the rest of this stuff. I definitely want to get into this uh, this stuff on sicknick a little bit. Um, also, news this week. What's the number one reason you know that coronavirus came from a lab? Because the World Health Organization has concluded it did not. Did not. Yeah. So, hundred percent. And have you seen this gorilla glue hair story? Oh yeah. I kind of want to talk about that, but that's Susan I've Bate seen for it. racism. <laughs> So we'll have to be very careful. The fact that it's Gorilla Glue is perfect. All right. (laughs) See ya.